once go. we get going. We're going. Yeah. Am I on top there? Nice. Yeah. Look at me. That's not gonna make any sense to the audience. He's talking about the waveform. <laughs> you know, a lot of you amateur podcasters out there might think that we're just. I mean, it's less and less these days that people are doing just the we're one on file. We're on the five, dude. The five? Yeah, on Fox News. That's us right now. With how many screens are going around? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we're not watching anything. I feel like we're running the, our. I've own never version. watched the five. I don't really understand that reference. I know it's a it's show. Like there's five people on it. Okay. I actually, they might all be in the room. I together. did know that. I was thinking they're all on separate screens. Probably with COVID, they were. At, well, but we're in the same room right now. I was just trying to say you have a lot of screens. Two. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I was about to start counting phones to make my point. I was trying. I was being hyperbolic to support. I thought you were about to start flexing all the cool equipment. Well, no, I just you know, I was speaking. I mean, it's probably a very small part of the audience that's like uh, real steeped in recording procedures and i was speaking to a subset of those that think that the only way you could record a podcast was mono file just have oh, one shit. file like no, the you, never that your average like whatever whenever i started you know, see the thing is is that i'm thinking like an amateur is someone who does what i did when i was starting but that was things a while have, ago yeah. yeah things have progressed so far true i mean i do still occasionally run into people that are doing things in that way but right. it's dog shit right you, know, you just whatever we got regions we've got uh yeah yeah the, there's a a separate file being recorded for each of us uh two tracks yep and uh you were just surprised that uh track one is alex right exactly because i'm a i'm a humble deferential guy definitely well you're a true producer generous you're a producer ho host i would say <laughs> that's right uh no, I, I didn't know which one was which. I just but no, I, I basically I was I was thinking we were like it feels like we're running a cable news show in in this room, and then my brain was like cable news, lots of screens, the five, and it 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 didn't work. This is our first first podcast back in four weeks, man. Yeah, what have you been up to, man? Uh, damn, where did we leave off? <laughs> I mean, we did one after we got back from Andrews. Okay, shit. Okay. Uh, I've been walking in barefoot a lot more, thanks to our, Andrew's wife. Yeah, his wife explained to us the benefits of barefoot. Fuck, man. She we explained should a lot of the stuff. listeners with that real quick, man. The I benefits mean, just, of barefoot? Yeah. This I mean, is life skills, after all. So, uh, yeah, I'm a late sleeper in general. If it's a weekend, I really don't want to get up before 11 right right uh and, and and you're not that way not at all couldn't but do we it were, if i wanted to we drove down together right so uh we Ooh, encountered I thought a about it man what because our friend left early yeah i Ooh. i didn't say that i would be mad or that it you was didn't. a no you i was like do whatever you want to do it occurred to i was like i probably could have done this you could have but I would, I, dude it eh, wouldn't have sit right with me you got to dance with the one that brought you you know you drove down there it's not like i'll turn down having company on the car ride but it's not it's also not like that i would have been like fuck it the next time that you hung out with me it would have been like man he's being weird i yeah. bet he's real mad about the fact that i took a ride <laughs> like true true i think also uh, once i'm at the lake i left very early the next like uh, and i kind of felt bad about didn't that didn't care like, 
See, but I, in my own head, I was like, if there hadn't been anyone else to clean up, I exactly. would have cared. But there I, was. I was like, I'm gonna get a reputation among. I'm gonna be the laziest guy among all the socialists. Oh man, Jordan and Sam. You know, I they, know they put in for everyone. They did more work than I did to yeah, get the house. Well, they're clean. road dogs, dude. They know what it is. They're dependable. <laughs> they're hard workers. See what I'm saying? That's why I stuck around at Andrew's house. Yeah. Because you wanted to gain their reputation of being a dependable worker. I wanted to worker. get my rep back. Yeah. With my old rep. Uh. <laughs> uh, dude, it was sick. I did stretches in their backyard that Andrew hates. Uh, Andrew hates the backyard. Yeah. Not the stretches. Not the stretches. I don't, he's, I don't know his position on stretching. Yeah, I don't think that he had a problem with it. I wouldn't think so, knowing what his wife, how his wife feels about it. That's right, you yeah. Know, uh, yeah, what we're trying health. to establish is just there was this period where Alex is waking up at like what fucking four. So Chilling. it's probably more the limiting reagent here is when is when Andrew's wife wakes up. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know. Was, I mean, I know her name, and I feel like it's weird to keep on referring to her we as can't Andrew's dox her, wife. Though, yeah, but yeah. I don't want to dox her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Chopra out, wife. Did you did you run across that? What? Uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah. listened. I heard that. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, she she called her the Chopra wife, which uh, wouldn't you call her the Jonas wife? Funny, interesting, yeah. Well, but yeah, give it up. In her mind, like, the biggest thing still mean is Deepak. Amal Clooney's husband? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah It's yeah. the Chopra wife, dude. Yeah, yeah that's, right. Uh, that's right. I for sure would not have known about that if I did not listen to IJB. Yeah. My bubble had But aren't you glad that you exactly, do Exactly, dude. <laughs> like, I get a lot of stuff from IJB like that. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't, well, you know, first of all, it's a great podcast. It's just <laughs> you're listening to do this recommend. not that. Um, you went to Excel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the time I'm casting, I assume that I'm talking to Excel people, and it would be like I would like you know for them to listen to everything that I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think they'd like it. You know, I mean, it depends on the person, but uh, yeah. Now Rosie O'Donnell ran into Nick Jonas and his wife Priyanka. Priyanka Jonas. Yep. <laughs> Not Chopra. Uh, and uh, they they were at uh, God, what, it was Nobu, right? I knew it was one of the big Malibu ones. Okay, okay. Pretty, it was Nobu. Does Rosie live in Malibu? I don't know. Mm. I, I think mean, of her as uh, still living with Harry at the spy or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I mean, I assume she lives in Los Angeles somewhere. And if you do, then like, why not go to Malibu sure, every once sure, in a sure. while? You don't have to live there to Clearly go there. Nick Jonas thought the same. Yeah, definitely. Although, if I were Nick Donuts, I would wouldn't definitely go back after that. Oh, okay, yeah, I would live in, in India. Malibu. The, no, isn't that where his wife is from? I think so. You, I, you would ball. Out. I've seen what happens to other people who get details wrong about his wife, and I don't want that happening to me. Yeah, don't. <laughs> so, so I'm not <laughs> weighing in. Sorry. Remember, I said it, I would live in India because it's sick, and you, you know, I doubt that it's Malibu. Yeah, I, I actually, dude, if you're a Jonas brother married to whatever his wife does to like be married to a Jonas brother. I think she's an actor. <coughs> they, I know she's an actor. That's got to be the thing where it's like, it's probably better if you're rolling the dice, the Rawlsian bargain or whatever, live in America, you know, versus India. I'd rather be a rando. But if you're like the richest people there. That's got to be, you're out of control, dude. That's better I mean, than if you're Bezos. that rich, it's pretty good no matter where you are. Probably true. But if they I had the money to live yeah. in Malibu, I would live in and Malibu. Clearly there, this incident happened there. You know, they agree with you. They're yeah. voting with their It seems like everyone in Malibu agrees with me. Not Tim Dillon, dude. He, 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 may, be, he may be hating because he ain't, ain't them. The, 
That's I'm telling you, that legendary episode. What's the fucking place that he's been that he's not hating, dude? <laughs> I think New York. <laughs> Long Great. Island. Yeah. Uh, no, because he was saying like Malibu is like everyone's idea of California from like 20 years ago, but it's it's actually run down. And like the trailer parks that have like set into the fucking dirt are like look bad. Dude, this isn't me saying this. I've uh, encountered those and I like them. Bro, it's not me saying this, dude. It's not me saying this. Tim Dillon is a fucking status-obsessed monster. Say it or don't say it. I'm just letting you know. I've, yeah, yeah. I've seen the uh, the, you, the rolling tra trailer park that is the one. You think we can get Malibu, the big man? And I love it. Would the big man come on, you think? I mean, you're asking at the wrong time. <laughs> he was in town like a week ago. Fuck. Probably not, though. Uh, but the next time he's back, we can ask. Yeah. I don't know. I doubt he would come on. Dude, I, bet I shouldn't would. say that. Actually. I think it would just depend on like whatever Moody's in whenever he receives the request, you know? How we worded it, maybe? It's great going on podcasts. I can't say enough how much I love talking on podcasts. <laughs> if anyone out there has one, my DMs are open, dude. I'll send this episode hmm, to What Dylan. are my views? That's great. You know what? That's a great question. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So, what do you, uh, so you like Malibu then? That's your view. You. Uh, I love Malibu. You think Tim Dillon's a fucking moron? That's I mean, how, you know, I've never lived there. I, I spent one afternoon there, and I wasn't uh, processing details in a, a normal way. But, <coughs> fair, fair, fair. You know, yeah, I mean, Dillon, if so you go good. anywhere on acid, I assume you like that place. Yeah, 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 fair, fair. Uh, fair. You know, like uh, fucking my friend's apartment, I also have a similarly high opinion of. True, true, true. Um, true. But uh, yeah, dude. Uh, you've never been on psychedelics and seen a place and just been like, what the fuck, dude? You know, just like, oh, the vibes are bad, man. You know? While I was, just been like, no, I don't think so. I once, not on psychedelics, but just like, you know, spinning out. Mm -hmm. I uh, I saw blood come out of the Federal Reserve building. Or no, the Opera House. Yeah? Downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was actually. It wasn't. It was a bit <laughs> yeah. like, you know, the shining kind of like. Yeah. I knew it wasn't happening, but, you know, I, it is what I saw. Yeah, last week we were meeting the cast, and then we got distracted. And uh, during that time, he told me there's a cat following you around. Us. Yeah, yeah. Well, What's no. the update? That was I knew it, first of all. No, cat, yeah, yeah. No, you, it was the same thing. What you're talking about? You're like, I know it's not there. It's no big. <laughs> it was stationary, not but, following me. Uh, <laughs> well, you said it'd been like throughout the day. You'd been seeing yeah, like it. the shapes. Yeah, 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 for sure. But then now I just hadn't slept. It was in my house now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I identified. I was like, it's this bag you know from this angle you yeah know, i'm just saying I'm, I'm with it yeah uh, no i, I didn't but no the federal was. i was listening to game of thrones audiobook and they were talking about like the old the, i know but uh they were talking about the old king who like he built his castle and he's like all right you guys built all my secret passageways so obviously i'm now you must die within these walls like otherwise they wouldn't be secret anymore and so it's like you know the death of building an empire is baked into its symbol you know and i saw so like hearing that thinking about it i just look up and i see the reserve and then the opera house yeah it should have it thematically that, been the blood from the reserve the yeah but reserve. there's like that red in the opera house know you know that. and it was i was like the money's all it's all like a big gas station with like underneath all of clyde warren is just it's you know money like it's the rich people of dallas decided this is what this is going to be like all the bleeding and scratching and clawing of like all of the pooled efforts of Dallas and like all the sacrifices, all the businesses that were destroyed in competition. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Suicides, fucking lives lost and shit. 
like not to mention the federal reserve like pooling that on like almost beyond time like on the scale that it is you know what i mean yeah and then it's like and and what do they what does the human spirit do at the end of the day with that it's like they fucking build the prettiest place possible for people to sing songs you know and so it's like is that horrible or awesome i feel like it's like i don't know it's like i've respected art more since then because it's like you got to claw a lot before you can even like make art really i mean you i'm sure they were always painting in the caves and shit but you at least have to be relaxed enough to paint in the caves or like driven into a frenzy by like the stress of primal life or some shit yeah uh, the beginning of katsi is like one of the oldest fuck yeah Hopi dude cave paintings yeah dude talking about the popular documentary koyan Escati. that's something that you can watch on psychedelics and not you you might get tripped out actually by the vibe but it'll bring you back around uh yeah there's there's definitely parts of it that yeah. are it's a manipulative i mean like i think that all of it is supposed to always be both like extremely uplifting and extremely dark simultaneously like that's yeah, like the blood point at the opera the house man you yeah, know what i'm yeah, saying yeah 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 it's about I, the clashes yeah yeah fucking cool man i, listen, cool I found movie. the i just typed the the guy who made it godfrey reggio i a couple dude, weeks ago i like always that? think of godfrey when you say that dude you, we went through this the, when we watched this dude do you not remember godfrey what? the comedian gilbert godfrey no dude he's oh. a black guy he's like a kind of a washed black comedian i but do remember like going through this with Kanye. i still don't know who he is i like pulled up his instagram yeah and i think i looked at like, it and was like i don't know who this is. yeah anyway it's just so funny to think that godfrey would have anything to do with uh the koyatsi trilogy i mean just imagine just that he did make it just be like kanye you're out of control and be like philip glass fucking take the minor key down a minute like you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it's a Philip Glass soundtrack. No, it's 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 the I, I love it. You know, I, I don't know. I've been I've been a little bit obsessed with that in the sequel for a couple months you now. You have been, man. I don't, uh, I don't think you've talked about it on this podcast though. Yeah, I mean, if you talk to me for too long, it'll come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good, man. I you talked about it a lot, and I knew I would eventually see it. I will admit, I didn't rush to see it. And That's then, okay. And you never pushed it either, but you know we were all chilling in the media room. It is time. It was literally the perfect time for it. You were like, you. We were like, well, what should we put on? I, I think I literally was like, I'm not paying attention to anything. Like, I'd rather be talking to you guys. That's a good time to put exactly. it on. Exactly. I was like, can we yeah. just have visual, cool visuals? Yeah. Maybe some music. It's basically <laughs> like, like the Apple well, screensavers. Yeah, but better. It is the, better. The music is tied to it. The music like, is tied. They're and the, like the, trying to make a point a little bit. Yeah, the perspective of the shots, the editing. Obviously, it, it's much much better. But yeah, same vibe. And it's, I'm I'm sure there's like a million different things where, uh, you know, like I don't know that that's what the inspired the apple screensaver people to make the apple screensavers but it is what inspired the apple like it has to be true like before yeah. i'd seen the documentary i'm i know that i've seen a million things that were made by people who watched that documentary and walk and went out and being like like the fucking imax grand canyon movie like we were saying 100 exactly. imax grand canyon movies like that um the the interview i was saying like that i i went and searched godfrey reggio what's <laughs> his name dude <laughs> i i searched it on a apple podcast and he just it was just him doing wait so a, what what is he even i've never even learned this <laughs> it's just that he's but just who is he's, he? he's a guy that made this 
He's the director of this movie. Okay, yes. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yes. yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> it, no, he like he uh, he went to religious schools growing up. He found this is in the podcast. He yes. uh, found like he he was he there was some, there was an inner happiness and an inner peace to the uh, priests that were teaching him. Okay. That he found very alluring, uh, and so he joined a religious order. Okay, uh, I think it was like called like the Brothers of Christ or something. That's and, what's up. Uh, they he was assigned to uh, New Mexico, <clears throat> Santa Fe, New Mexico, and had like a, a deal where um, he like kind of got too hyped up on like ministering to gangs. Okay, and the superiors were like, "We would like it if there was fucking less gang members hanging out." Holy shit! And he was they kind of like you know mutually decided that the best way to like do all this was just for him to not be in the order anymore gosh dang dude you have a thing for renegade priests <laughs> i'd just be loving the <laughs> renegade priest dude um yeah no my daughter was baptized by a renegade priest what's up for real uh yeah 100 percent. whoa the the guy from you know no i know yeah, i just yeah. didn't put that together um and uh so he got got involved somehow in the Santa Fe ACLU. Okay. Okay. And made a series of commercials for them. For the ACLU. Yes. Wow. And those are something fucking else. Really? They're in the Blu-ray that you now own, and okay. they're also if you just go on YouTube. Okay. And you know, like they're up there. Okay uh but it's it like the it's got the the um you know like all seeing the illuminati eye okay from the dollar bill okay they're doing a lot with that okay I dig <laughs> and it. that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah yeah you get yeah. it dude uh, this guy's the man and so he made this guy's those. cooler than godfrey <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know let's not get carried away true, here. true true uh he made those and then i guess just like on the because it's it is just he made those and then he made this. Like there's no in-between steps. He, did, he made those and then he made the three Kotsi movies. And that's – he has like one other thing. But I yeah. – whatever. Um, but the Koyana Scotsi, it opens with fucking uh, – what's his name? Francis Ford Coppola Presents. Wow. So he did – so I don't, I don't know if it was off the strength of those ACLU commercials or just like he got wow. a meeting and Francis loved the vision, but like Francis Ford Coppola is the producer. That's cool. Scotty. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's him in a guy, the cinematographer. I don't know, whatever. It's not like I wanted this podcast just to right, be right. the yeah, history no. of Koyana Scotsy. I don't even remember how we started talking about it. I don't but either, but once you saw it, it's, you I know, can't stop. I'm just, I get, I'm just, I'm just wound up. You just fucking pull the I string. Like, I'll go on about Koyana Scotsy <laughs> for a while. No, my buddy Jordan showed it to me and we're, we're both pretty fucking obsessed. With, it's uh, cool as yeah. shit, man. I mean, I, I, I wasn't, it's not like I was skeptical, but I was like, all right, man, I got it. It's it's a guy taking footage of stuff, but it really. He told is, me about it when we were well doing done. Acid in Malibu, and that was in August, and it wasn't till Christmas, like two days before Christmas, that I was like, "Yeah, dude, let's put on that thing you were talking about." So I was yeah, like, yeah. "What fucking six months?" So I get, you know, I know not to fucking. Yeah, push. yeah, yeah. It's when the time is right, but that's right. I, I would mean, hate for someone to see it at the wrong time. You've done the listeners a service by making them aware of this in case, because you can probably. We've given enough that you could get it. It's hard to spell, but I bet they could they could find it. Yeah, just type in Godfrey Reggio. There you go. Yeah, but make sure you put in that last name, or you will go down the rabbit <laughs> hole. <laughs>
Damn, I don't. We were talking about something else. Oh, my conversation with Andrew's wife, dude. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <clears throat> I I can't remember how it started, because uh, I was stretching, like I was in their backyard. No way. Of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I had headphones in, so I kind of like freaked out. Like I didn't like assault his wife or anything. But I don't like, know if the listener understands how frequently you stretch. I think they do at this point. Okay, dude. good. I've I gotten. Hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they do. Yeah, I'm stretching all day, man. But I, I'm telling you, this conversation helped me. Understand I just want that. them to know whoever you think like this. Like whenever I say, think of the person in your life that stretches the most. I think that for person's most a people, fucking bitch. Dude. <laughs> I think for most people, they don't have anyone come to mind. There's like not a frame of reference. Like it's not like I was second place for like most frequent stretcher. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I now that I, I never did this before, like two years ago. I, yeah, yeah. That's why I do it now. I think. And but. I, you know, I look at it i'm like it's not a bad idea i it's probably should do it that much should, it's, i mean it's, yeah i'm not against i love it so much i do think it's hilarious I, mean, I, I think that you take that sometimes as a negative it's not a negative no the time at the trampoline park when you were like what are you all right dude i get it you stretch a lot and I, then i felt it was a little uncomfortable because i was like we are doing athletic activity you know, and this guy won't hear this. I know because he respects my trampoline skills more than my podcasting skills. Do you remember that guy that you introduced me to? And you're like, this yeah, is, this is my friend Alex. You know, he does uh -huh. the podcast with me, and this is like he's being nice. And I again, by definition, I thought that he listened. It was clear enough from his answer that he didn't. But he I literally thought that he said did. he was like, hey, yeah, I checked out the first episode, which is like, I think uh, he said that he just read the article. Oh, it was even worse than that. No, I think I that he see, was like, oh, yeah, I remember that article. Cool, man. See, I thought I remembered him being like, I listened to the first episode because then I was like, so that means you didn't like it and you didn't listen ever again. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it wasn't for you. I could be wrong. Fine. I mean, no, he's he's a guy that's he's, a nice guy. Uh, he's, ex he's just extremely supportive of all the, the things that I do. So I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like I need all of my friends to listen to all the podcasts Agreed. that I do. You got to get over that's that. That's weird. I got over that real quick. I don't even know there was something I like needed to get over. It's just like, I, you know, it's I pretty big imposition. I was a little bit offended at first when I, like, someone hadn't, you know what I mean? Like, now I definitely don't care. I just know there's a ton of stuff yeah. that I, like, know that I would like. And it's just, you only got so much time. It's not that big a deal. And not everything's for everyone anyway. That's right. Uh, yeah, but he, for sure. but I, I would have clocked him as someone who uh, is, you know, leaning towards a TC completist. Okay. okay. And so I, I just assumed, like, he's on the, or whatever. Maybe yeah. it's on his list. Yeah, sorry. What were you going to say about <laughs> anyway, him? Anyway, I'm saying he was much more complimentary about my trampoline skills. Mm -hmm. Like, he obviously is not, like, you know, a life skills listener just being nice to me. Uh, but he was like, damn dog, I wish I could be as good as you are at trampoline. That's all I'm saying. So the stretching paid off is what I'm saying. Good. Like it's all part of my process. He so probably could be better than you as trampoline if he tried. If he stretched, maybe. He, it would involve stretching. Yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so what she told me, right? So I was stretching and then kind of like had, I had headphones in and she like said something or she was behind me somehow. Uh, she startled me. <laughs> and uh i was like ah, you know startling like, is a, a constant source of argument in this household really who startles who yes dude you startle your wife definitely yeah that makes sense to me by just fucking existing you're a lumbering motherfucker dude 
which means that I'm not like yeah, you're right. sneaking up on anything. Actually, you're not. Yeah, you're Sometimes right. Sometimes it'll just be I, like I'm sitting in a room. I'm sitting and like she walks into the room. And goes, oh! What the fuck do you want? I'm living. Because you're too still. No. She's I'm like the, the right T-Rex. amount of still. You moved. Interesting. <coughs> uh, if you stretch more, she you wouldn't startle her as much probably then. She'd always know what you were doing, which is the key term that she taught me. That's what I'm saying. This really has helped me because um, she, uh, I don't know if she is now, but she was saying she used to or currently does or like her job is she works with autistic kids. That's tight. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know. Do you know I, any? What? Do you know any? Well, never been diagnosed, you know, but this is actually, I had took this, that test. True. I've taken all the tests. Well, actually, sometimes I quit taking them in the middle. Because I get too autistic about the way the questions are worded, which is I then went on the various autism subreddits that I've been frequenting. Very common uh, frustration in the communities, mm-hmm. which makes sense. You know, uh, if you consider the traits of like wanting to always tell the truth, paying hyper attention to detail, overthinking things, not always understanding like the exact nuanced meaning of words. It can be very frustrating when a question's like, do you always or never uh, feel like you're in your body? You know, or like something like that. And you're like, yeah. uh, this test sucks. Maybe like, it's a fucking uh, yeah. uh, prank. Exactly. It's like, is the test that like- It'd be a tight prank. An autistic person, no autistic person would answer this. Like, you know? <laughs> if you took the test, you're, you're not done. autistic. Like you yeah. finished this, congratulations. Yeah. You're a normal idiot that does what he's told instead of thinking about it. That's right. Yeah, probably. Uh, Speaking does what you're told. You were the one telling. I was just listening to you. No, no, no. I'm saying like on the Aspie quiz, actually, I kind of jumped tests here, but the Aspie quiz is pretty good. Aspiequiz.com or some shit. I had you take it. Yeah, that's what Uh, I'm talking about. You're talking about another test? No, no. Well, yeah, the test that frustrated me that I quit taking, I think is the Mm R-A-I-D-S-S. I don't know what it stands for, but... The Aspie quiz, basically the way it codes, if you're like work skill or productivity or like, I don't know, like attention to detail or whatever, uh, the way they code normal, if you look at the questions and then what goes where, like I looked, it's a 200, (laughs) this is also an autistic test of its own, it turns out, to take the Aspie quiz and then take all 200 questions and look at the answers and like how they code them onto their graph of results to then infer like, okay, these are the normal traits. You know what I mean? Like this is what the quiz makers thought normal people are like versus autistic people are like. And they definitely, a normal like worker is just someone who can sit for eight hours a day and just do repetitive tasks. Like I sent this quiz to my friends who like sent it back and like that's how they coded as their work style. And I was just like, okay, dude, you know, maybe it's just I'm making a virtue of what I have, but that's not appealing to me. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not. TC's autistically. How are you gonna fucking persecute me (laughs) for what? Being autistic? Yeah, dude. You're right. Um, Anyway, dude, the key concept that after the startle died down, uh, we got to talking about startle reflex and then like I don't know, just various awareness things. But eventually, I don't know if she sensed that I stretch too much or what but she started bringing up more autistic related topics 
So, uh, no reason for this, but... I mean, she was good at breaking them up, you know, but I was like, tell me, you know, and then she was like... Yeah, I was talking with someone for work today who, like, I could just barely detect how high level she was working on in, like... <laughs> <laughs> like like kind of bossing me around like kind of and yeah, like it's, kind of being like very demanding but i'm like boy i can barely even like i was i just i've never like felt such deep respect because like yeah yeah yeah, you gotta you know, honor it i i am like i think like foremost in the world as far as being like fine-tuned to perceive those things as slights for sure yeah, because yeah, of yeah. my excel experience yeah, yeah and uh you know my fucking parenting experience before that like yeah. i have a keen sense of when someone's trying to get me to do something and i'm like a fucking goat about it yeah yeah and yeah. uh this this lady was just like jujitsu we're like you know like i like I'm not as good as she did, so any like attempts of me to describe it are going to do her a disservice. I know exactly what you're talking but about. But to dude. be, you know, whenever she was like being a diva, she'd be like, "Oh, I just I hate this. I'm being a diva." But you know, uh, I, I'll yes, I fully know what you mean, and I'll tell you, I don't think this is like me on air discovering I'm actually like one of these these femboys or whatever. You know, I'm a submissive man, but I will tell you, it is a true pleasure to be directed by a master like that. Yeah, because I'm also like you, like constantly, like what the fuck, man? You know what I mean? Like people are trying to manipulate you, like blah blah blah. I, I don't want to do what other people want me to do, but to sense it and be like, you know what? I'm not even mad, man. You know what I mean? Because like, in the end, I know that I do need to like follow other people's will at times, the way that everyone does to get through life. And if people are just fucking equipped to like do that in a way where like I feel respected and placated, that's really yeah. all I'm asking for. It's not that I don't want to be like, I, or I have even want put to on do me. the task. Yeah, you know, I've, I'm like, I want to do good. Yeah, you know, it's like that rarely happens. I'm usually kicking and screaming, so it's like truly, I'm like, whatever you just like, you should be my, you literally should be my boss. Yeah. He's like, you're good at getting me to no, do this. No, I was, like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rare, though, I think. Like, I, oh, I don't encounter I, it often. I, neither do I. That's why it's such a pleasure when it happens. Yeah, yeah. Know? No, the rest of these fucking oafs. Exactly. I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you got to be the guy that tells me what to do, but it's going to cost you every you, time you do it. You would have thought like, that you would have gained a little bit more skill in it for someone to name you the ability to do it, but here we are, I guess. Yeah, well... You're going to get better at it or you're going to quit. But, but yeah, no, I like it. I mean, you know, I don't know. Already I'm like, you got to watch them though. <laughs> like, but it's not. I don't even want it, dude. Yeah, I know. Well, that's I how they care. get you, dude. You know? Uh, no, I, I was thinking, you know, as the listeners may know, I podcast about movies on Success Movie Rewind. Mm -hmm. Watch Legally Blonde. Don't say that now. What? After I've just been talking about work things. You want to cut it? No. Oh. Well, I haven't cut anything. My fault. It's okay. I was just talking about Legally Blind, man. I don't think anyone, well, Go uh, <laughs> fucking, I'm just saying it reminded me of that. There's a lot of women like Elle Woods types that are like that because that's the, like, the skill set that they have. You know, when Elle Woods is like doing her montage of like why she'd be good for Harvard mm -hmm. and she's like, I'm the president of my sorority, you know, I'm the leader of them or like whatever. It's like, it actually does take, like, you can't just do that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and those, like, I don't know. It's like when you were talking about that, it reminded me of like, uh, there's a certain kind of woman, like in a law firm where it's like her whole job is like people owe her things, like at all times, 
you know, she's like a central hub for the deal. And so it's like the documents, there's like a thousand total pages of like the, the agreement that's going to be signed. And like a hundred people are working on like various paragraphs of it. And this person's whole job is all day is just calling people and being like, you owed me that three days ago, but somehow being nice about it all the time because otherwise people just won't even answer the phone. You know what I mean? Or like, you'll have to like, it'll just get a lot more unpleasant. What a world. But there's somehow, yeah, it's like, you have to be like very smart, but like the EQ I think you do regard like, it as such, but what what a nice little treat that you got to see inside to see how it all works. Loved it, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a treat just to hear your descriptions of it. Well, uh, yeah, thank you. And I, I really, it's, it's not every law firm is like that. And I, I will say the highest compliment I can pay is that I learned that. Like, I don't think I realized how good I had it. It's like, it was truly the people there. You can agree or not agree about, you know, whether you should become a big law firm lawyer. You should. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I do have to allow for that point. But like the people, first of all, they're all like the nicest people you'll ever meet. Like, when, except for the ones that aren't actually. But the ones that are, are. Like they're, they're like you're describing, you know, they got to that point by being that way. Uh, a lot of them have had kind of hard lives too because it's like a it's a grubby job man like it's not a gentleman's job anymore you know like uh the the minimum is that you'll bill 2000 hours a year so the a, a 40 hour work week 50 hours a year is 2080 hours a year uh you mean 50 weeks a year you said 50 hours a year my my fault but yeah 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 like two weeks vacation off or you know yeah, what i mean yeah. i think that's how it ends up uh -huh. but like so that's like basically what a regular person, it sounds like, oh, that's a regular job. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you gotta be in the office 12 hours a day to bill eight. You know what I mean? Like not everything's billable. What if I just build everything? <clears throat> the clients would not pay for it. And then you'd be in trouble with your boss. What if I lied with them about what I was doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure people have tried that. <laughs> it's frowned upon and I never... Like, <laughs> it's frowned upon. Yeah. Well, the clients are sophisticated. Like, they know what they're doing. Also, yeah, yeah, now yeah. there's, like, software and shit. Like, there's tons of people out trying to make a buck off the fact that that moral hazard exists. Mm -hmm. But uh, actually, in my experience, it's completely... It, it can be a thing where it's like, yo, we're all here on the weekend and none of us would be here but for this. So the, the clock's on all weekend. And that's just kind of like, everyone knows that's how this deal is staffed and working. The client is paying for us yeah, to sit in the conference room. Be. Yeah, the client is like, wait in a conference room for four hours until I talk. I have five minutes to talk to you, but I am paying you to, like, you better be fucking there. Yeah, that's billable. And you find something to do. Like a good, the lawyers at my firm, like. Then you can bill it twice. You're not just watching TV in the conference room. No, you're not billing it twice. You're finding a way to render it, it billable for like, no, man, we have like a handbook. You actually, we had like training on this shit. They take it really seriously because think about it. If you catch someone. In fucking, my law firm, we just wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you would only hire like the most elevated characters, I would think. So it kind of just be the unspoken. Elite, the elite, dude. Exactly. But uh, anyway, yeah, we're doing advanced to, shit like billing twice. Yeah, I mean, it's it'll frustrate you when you start like having to travel and you're like, I can't bill for this. Imagine like you got to fly to New York every week and none of it's billable. And then you just lost like 12, 18 hours of your week, like just with the back and forth. Yeah, you, you ready for this checkmate, dude? You, what? I'm paid for the in flight Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah exactly that's what i'm saying though. i'm you, billing you, all of that you find something to do like so that it doesn't get wasted like the time doesn't get wasted versus like 
You know what I mean? Like you turn on the Wi-Fi. Uh, you blowouts lawyer. Emails. Whenever, whenever I was working as a rideshare driver, blowouts lawyer would hire me to take him from his law firm to the airport so that he could be on his laptop so that he could bill it. Yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah. it's like, that sounds like a crazy thing when you say it like that, but it's like the math is so simple that it's like kind of embarrassing when people don't do that. I think that's why he doesn't want to be a lawyer. Yeah, it's fucking so Well, that is what happened to me. Like, cause I started thinking like that and I was like, I would, you know, again, maybe the tism, but like, if you fully systematize it, I'm like, why do I even have a car? I should have a driver like yeah. to my wife. I'm like, I'm going to need a driver. I'm thinking like, she's like, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> and it's like, that is. I mean, if you can make more while you, while he's driving you, then you're paying him, then you're profiting. Like, well, obviously exactly, you exactly. should. But yeah. the, so the, the real hitch was at the big law firm. I was still, you know, salaried. Mm -hmm. And so there wasn't like an exact correlation. It's you got to hit your 2000 or whatever it is that year. And then you're. Oh, whenever you were at H&B, you weren't even like receiving a portion of the whatever. Well, you get, that's what I'm saying. Once you hit your hours, you're bonus eligible. And then, yeah, no, they're out to pay. They're not trying to like screw okay. you out of a bonus. Okay. okay. Because the reason for the bonuses is their competitors are paying similar bonuses and you'll go there if they do. I just don't even, I don't know that I want but I would just want, you know, fucking, I mean, maybe you're going to tell me this what a bonus is, but I just want to fucking, every hour I get a percentage of that, that hour. That is how I think too. I would like for it to be a lot. That's why percentage. I want well, it's going to be 33, just that's no. about the market, mm -mm. 30 to 40. I know you think that, but no I- No lower than 90. When I was looking down the barrel at starting my own law firm and just what it would entail, I was like, I would give someone 80% of what I brought in <laughs> if they would run a law firm for me. It's hard, man. It's like, because that's what I'm saying. Like, It's I, hard for some. I agree. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't even have a law degree. I know, I know. But I do, like everything you're saying, I'm taking seriously because that is how I felt. And that's why I left, man. Or it's a big reason. I like wanted to be independent and like a maverick that builds a practice. Like, and I was like, I'll take a lean year if I have to invest, like, you know, in long-term thinking where you, I thought you could do that at a small firm, but obviously my long time listeners know I had them read a little wrong or myself read a little wrong, probably a combo. You've taken a couple lean years now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I always was willing to do it, man. So, oh, you want to hear autism, bro. So when I moved firms, right? Like uh, I was a partner at the new firm and that meant I was like more what you said, like it was a directly predictable thing, right? You know, like... Uh, you, you build, you bring in this much money, we'll take this much of it and we'll give you the rest back. Like it's that strict. But they had me at the highest salary I had ever been paid at, like ever. I was about to say as a lawyer, but that's ever. Uh, <laughs> so and far. When you were at Target, <laughs> like, it, like well, Target a, was a little more. Target maybe per hour, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, did, uh, I worked overnight in New Jersey, had favorable overtime laws for that, so mm -hmm. that, you know. But uh, yo, check out this autism level that I was on, man. Like I just totally didn't get what that what was happening. And honestly, it's poor leadership from them. They should have been direct. And I'm gonna just say it. It it was cowardly to do it the way they did it. But uh, I was a partner. I signed the partnership agreement. Like I knew how comp worked. But I also had money saved up. And I'm like serious. I was like, I will f straight up. I don't care if I maximize billables because you can't bill every hour if you're trying to build a practice. Like you gotta invest, you gotta meet clients, you gotta build marketing materials, you gotta research what you're trying to do. You gotta read about the law, you know what I mean? You gotta do a lot of shit, you gotta write papers, blah, you blah, blah. You do gotta read about the law. And I do all that shit. I, like when I'm into something, I'm into it, you know? 
So I was like, this is why I left a big firm that just wants me to be a productive cog maxed out at all times. I'm trying to build a practice and a life, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I'm not billing hardly any hours, man, for a lot of reasons beyond that. But like, uh, I, I don't care because I'm like, there's, a, I know I'm, I'm not expecting the salary to stay forever, but the person who brought me to this firm clearly like told them basically whatever they wanted to hear, I think to get the team in, uh, maybe she was just enthusiastic and she, you know, fully believed it. You know, it's funny how it worked out. Uh, I'm not saying anyone lied. That part always upsets me. What? How it worked out? It's still working no, just out. The, man. How she was presenting, you know, like. I, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ways to go with that, but yeah, I mean. She was setting things in motion where there there was going to have to be a crunch. Like whenever she's telling yeah. them one reality and you a different reality, like those are going to meet. And the fact that they did and that like, you know, someone like was crunched by it and it wasn't the person who was setting these and trains it wasn't on just the tracks. Me. It, it happened to a lot of other people too. That's, that, that that's upsetting, that. man. Yeah, but yeah, none no, of them were I, her. And I That's what I'm saying. For sure. And none of it was never, it was always going to be that way looking back on it. And I appreciate you saying that. And I, I it's very gratifying to hear it. I, yeah, I don't know what it is. I think it's just I've thought about it so much that I have had to like assume the charitable counterfactual. And I do think there's a, a charitable way of looking at it of just like when you want something to be true so badly, you kind of ignore the contradictions and you hope that they'll resolve, you know, because it's just like, your desire is so strong that it's like, it has to resolve. That's wrong. And you shouldn't like, you have to pay attention to the nagging contradictions and resolve them. Uh, but it, I can understand how that happened because to be honest, that's what happened to me. Like I also was like long-term, I don't think this is, this whole team isn't going to work out, but that's why I was also trying to carve out my own thing, you know? So that's what I'm saying. I was like, yo, I got, I'm worrying about myself. I'm a partner in this firm. I'm responsible for building a practice and I'm taking that seriously. And that like, honestly, it would kind of be selfish of me to just try to maximize straight billables right now, because that's a little bit like, it doesn't seem like the grasshopper and the frog because the grasshopper is supposed to just fuck around, but it's kind of like you're fucking around on billable hours while they're, you know, just cause they're there, you're being reactive. Like you're, there's no strategy here. And to, to get strategic, you got to take a step back and no one's going to pay you for that. It's an investment in yourself. It's an opportunity cost of billable hours and you have to take on that risk. And, you know, the expectation is you'll get the ROI. Other lawyers at the firm would do this kind of shit and they had the flexibility. They just didn't have the boss I had. So it's, I can't even like fully dog the firm. It's just, that's not what I was actually there to do. It turned out. I didn't know that though, <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's like, I just yeah, you know, whatever no, know. she's saying, whatever she's going to them and being like, "This is going to be awesome." He's going to do so much, and then she's going to you and be like, "This is awesome." They're going to expect so little. Like, well, she didn't say that. She didn't no say other... they'll expect so little, but she was like, but "You know You'll what I be mean? Able to do your own thing, you know." It's in even more. She's of... not telling them the same thing that she's telling you. Or she's, yeah, yeah. Well, then okay, and then if we're really going to talk shit, bro, like if we're going to really going to air some shit, uh, when I knew that that crutch that you were talking about like was going to come to a head. I could tell the firm leadership was getting pissed off, especially because of the meeting I'm about to describe and then a couple other things. Uh, I told my boss, I was like, look, there could be bad feelings. Like what I'm telling you is I wanna dedicate a lot of time. I actually was way ahead of the curve because this was before COVID. And I was like, we need to stop doing in-person shit. We need it, to do pandemic preparedness. Well, I was like, we need to do podcasts and online shit. Like we're getting, like that's where we can scale up. 
And we're actually, we will be better at that than the big firm people because we're nimble and it'll be interesting. And people, you know what I mean? Like, and God was working that out. You know, I think like, obviously what I've ended up doing is closer to the value driven part of that idea. You know what I mean? But that night I was like, there could be bad feelings. And these are, this is a lot of conservative people at the firm and they, you know, value billables or whatever. And they don't know me very well. I would actually be willing to take myself even more off the form. I would go off the formula and just say, start paying me when I bring stuff in. Like, don't even pay me based, because the formula is like a year late, you know? So I was gonna like lose a lot of money, but still make a lot of money compared to a lot of people. But I was like, I don't plan to bill a lot of hours next year either. Like, cause we've got to like think long-term here. So tell them I'll go what's called eat what you kill next year. Like once the formula's up, I'll go eat what you kill, which means you don't have to give me a dime until I start giving you money and saying, can I please, sir, have some of it back so that I can still like be on your website and like have an office to come into and a secretary. That's how much I will show them my goodwill and like being serious. And she, the next fucking day, took that kernel of truth that I told her where I said, I'll do that next year because I have like serious financial planning going on right now. And she told them, Alex wants to go eat what you kill. I've worked it out and uh, we can do that right now. And then that's when they had the meeting where they were like, Felicity told us, and we're not like, I think it was all the work. You know what I mean? Do you want to say it, she, I just did, and it's fucking fine. Anyone can Google it. Yeah, that's fine. We can go for it. it. But they were like, uh, she told us you're, you're going to eat what you kill. Uh, like, that's what you want to do right now. And I was like, that's not right. And they were like, well, we're not negotiating it. So, you know, it was obviously like a workup. And then I'm like, well, I think you want to because I, you clearly, they did a term sheet of like what eat what you kill would mean for me but it's like secret autism alert. Like, you know, I'm better at this than you. You tried to do an, like an employment agreement amendment, like under your own like self-imposed pressures. And this, it was riddled with mistakes. So I was just like, yeah, it is negotiable. I mean, unless you want to do what you've written down, which is like, you know, I've said this, like pay me a bunch of times, like repeatedly for the same week. Cause you just didn't read through this paragraph. And like, you know, they were like, no, that's, we looked at this and I was like, you tell him, you know, and my boss had to be like, no, he's, he's right. Like, she's like looking down like, God, like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good at this as a reminder. And I was like, you should be able to do this this afternoon, but when can I expect it? You know? And they were like, like, give us the weekend basically. Uh, and then it took him like three weeks. And then they sent me like, I gave him like more demands. Cause I was like, y'all are fucking this up. So, you know, I was like, I want a bunch of things represented to me in writing if you want this to go smoothly. They gave me like half of that in a kind of like, and this is, you know, like a, we're calling your bluff again, kind of like, I don't know. And then I didn't reply to that email. And then I got a text being like, yo, did you get our email? That's when I hit the reply all and replied to the whole firm, like with the scorcher. And then they blocked my email. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have it? I have that email still. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Just tweet it out. Uh, I probably will. It feels good to have talked about this finally. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but before all that, so I think in their defense, they were trying to kind of send me a message and I was not picking up on it, but it's a leader's job to communicate, you know? And I was just taking them at their word and taking them too seriously as people who communicate directly rather than like hintily. You know, it was very hinty, which I just don't do well with. So... They sit me down, right? And they're like, yo, you know, we're like a, a very formula driven firm, right? Like basically the managing partner who I'm not even going to get into right now, but mm -hmm. he's the only guy who's off the formula, which is like the 
I can't, it's hard for me to comment on that if we're not going to comment on that. Okay. But it's like, that's the only discretionary area. And he was like, he's the only guy. Everyone else is bound to the formula. There's like only 5% where we can adjust. So even if your boss likes you or like whatever, you know, uh, it's just, this is it. So you can kind of do your math. In fact, and this is where like, if I was going to sue them, they would have been in big trouble for if any of them do end up hearing this, another mistake y'all made is your fucking CFO sent me an email saying, here's the formula that will govern your compensation. And then the next thing I have from him is the term sheet saying it's actually nothing. So, I mean, if y'all were wondering about that, you know, the statute of limitations is not dead on that claim. I'm just saying that's a contractual claim. It's not an EEOC claim. I actually, maybe I'll, well, I'm not going to send this to anyone, <laughs> but, uh, I don't want so, to edit anything. So <laughs> you don't have to. Okay. So in this meeting, they... If you text me asking that, <laughs> I'm just going to send you that clip again. It's fine. You don't have to. Clip out just this. Okay. Uh, and, and it can be its own episode. But uh, in the meeting, so he's like, yo, I've done a spreadsheet for you. Like, this is what you're going to make. And it's like a third of what I'm making. But I'm, I don't care. And I'm just like, yeah, thank, I mean, we have to have a meeting for this. Like, you couldn't just, I know this, you know? And I was literally like, thanks for telling me, man. Like, I was like, I guess he thinks I'm gonna like really take it hard when my money drops, you know? But it was obviously like, yeah. If he only knew what depths you were willing to sink to. Still. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, you know, but I don't know how I got started on that, but definitely the mindset of like, my time cannot be quantifiably valued is what started it like the, the reaction to the billable hour of like, it, a lot of lawyers stop it just being like, now lawyers are more than $1,000 an hour, like the best ones. So, you know, they're just like, yo, I'm $1,000 an hour. You know what I mean? But it's like, that still just means you're only worth 2 mil a year. You know, like that's a lot to say a person is worth that much. You know, that's more than I've ever produced. It's not Mel Tucker money though. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's not the worth of any human being. You know what I mean? Like if you killed a person, you'd have to pay their their family more than that. You know? Not if they never found out. I mean, true, true. And I thought you were going to say not if they were like a janitor or something. And maybe that's I true. I would not say that. But, but, I, that no, but maybe that's true. What are you saying, dude? Not in terms of what's right, but actually I don't know the results. Like Every if a janitor- Every priceless in my opinion. If it, I, that's literally what I'm saying. But I'm saying like, I don't know if, if a janitor gets hit by a train and he sues the, like- I don't know what the verdicts actually are looking like or the settlements. Is what if I'm I were the judge, I would say it's an infinite amount because everything <coughs> is priceless. Yeah, I hear you, dude. I think juries feel that way too. Basically, that's why they ring the bell and that's why we get like tort reform. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway. Which I'm, is wrong and evil. I hear you, dude. I mean, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, But I was like, eventually it just became way too easy to never bill hours because I was like, yo, honestly, I'm doing the world of commerce a favor by deigning to, to put my toe in it because like I'm a fucking child of God here in his perfect creation experiencing it. And like, for sure that, that exists in, in the law office, but it's like, there's other things going on that I feel drawn to. And just the lore of like, my time is worth a few hundred dollars an hour is like laughable that that could take me away from what God wants me to be doing, you know? Like it's a dangerous road to go down because God also wants me to live in the world and like eat food and, you know, help my family. Uh, so anyway. I do believe I should live comfortably without working. And I think that if we elected Bernie, he would see that. 
boy, I hope I would love for that all to happen and turn out to be true. You know, I, what can I say? That what a wonderful world it would be, you know, <laughs> like, you know, all the other things I could say about it, but I can't disagree with the sentiment. So I'd like to focus on that. Yeah. It, it would be phenomenal. I mean, obviously, like on some level, it's quite clearly a joke. He has no policies to propose that CC continue to enjoy his standard of living while not working. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's dispensationalism, no, for sure. There's no country in the world that currently has this. It's the kingdom of heaven, dude. We need to keep That's pushing. what you're describing, <laughs> like, I, or like, you know, before the fall. <laughs> but He can get us there. I believe you. I, I agree, dude. I think that yearning, I have that same yearning in my heart. That's not my exact preferred vehicle for it. I mean, you're kind of doing it. With podcasting? No, just with doing nothing. <laughs> bro i mean you're not homeless yet not to get into it but first of all i've earned income this year have i don't even get into i've earned it there's ways in which you <laughs> could view it where that's not true and i think you're <laughs> setting this up that way because you understand that no i know you know i know what you're gonna say which is that like you gotta get paid i haven't said to anything get paid, which is true but there's like the earned income tax credit, right? It's not just the income tax credit, <laughs> right? I have to that's, not, that's not the concept they're referring to there. I have no idea what that is. It's I, I, like uh, versus capital gains. Like, Oh, okay. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. So people don't earn capital gains now, which I will remind Like they're you, saying like been, money you worked for versus like fucking, you know, I own some stocks and they went up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I so, think that's the distinction that they're all right, making. So you're trading in that distinction with this attack on me. First <laughs> well, of all. You're, you were trying to say that your uh, <laughs> concept of, well, I have done the work and the fact I haven't been People paid for it is money. immaterial. People owe me money. <laughs> no, no one owes you money. Yeah, I do, dude. I have to invoice them. Once you invoice <laughs> it, they will owe you money. I've, but I've done the services. You have done the service. I guess technically, probably, if you read the obligations, like for sure, the way it's written down, no obligation occurs until an invoice happens. I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. So I, I got the golden ticket, dude. I'm, God, I hope they don't get mad at me for that. I mean, I'm, dude, I got a hackathon coming, dude. How come in December we paid out, you know, <laughs> a lump sum of. <laughs> this is exact. This is also. To get back, this is like billable hours talk. Mrs. Accountant lady, I apologize. Bro, I, I'll show you my reviews once. The lady, this is a, the opposite of the nice lady I described, but mm -hmm. also a blonde female lawyer. Mm -hmm. Her whole job was to, no, she was also a practicing lawyer, but her like firm service job was to yell at people for not doing their time entries, for not being like 0.5 hours, write email. 0.3 hours contemplate suicide in the bathroom you know like whatever <laughs> uh they'll pay you for that <laughs> sounds like a great job no, yeah uh you have to be like strategize about avoiding mishap to file you know <laughs> that's avoiding suicide but she would at, like i would not do mine until the end of the month and then i found out that technically you actually had until like the third day of the next month <laughs> Because <laughs> it was like it was like the time has to close, and then they have to run it through the like accounting for the bills and all that. But uh, like I started working on this bankruptcy file where like bankruptcy billings fucked up. Like it's like 
uh, just the way it works with the courts, like the courts have to approve all the bills. So they just end up getting submitted in like these huge blocks of like months and months of like hundreds of lawyers, like bills. And so of course they're like making edits to it before, you know what I mean? There's like typos in the entries. Plus like you, you might be like, take that off the bill. The client's not going to pay for that. You know what I mean? So I was like, wait a second, how are we doing this? Like after the, and they're like, yo, you can make changes at any time. You can send a bill at any time. Like, these are just the firm's policies to Your have eyes a, get real wild. I know. I'm like, wait, because <laughs> like, I was autistically <laughs> thinking like somehow like it, it literally, if you don't get it in, it's done. Like you won't yeah. ever get, but it's like, no one actually All wants the to leave money on the table the like that. Companies I've worked for have tried to create the impression yeah, that yeah, this money's yeah. going away if you don't do whatever we say. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then if they, if you are so stupid that they get the impression from you that this employee of ours who we pay to do work so that clients pay us, that the there's nothing for the clients to pay for unless we let him do his time. But like the, now, they'll let you do it. But <laughs> yeah. like they're not happy about it. No, probably and not. So like I have my old reviews and like by the <sighs> end, they're all like, you have to be very good at what you do to also have like, I don't want to create the impression this is a shit show where no one does what they're told. <laughs> no, it's just like, you. Like, yeah, basically, like, because she went through, I'm not going to diagnose anybody with anything on this, but she <laughs> went through. <laughs> I think you are, then. <laughs> like, she went through her emails and, like, she was like, I've emailed him, like, in since he's been here, and I've been there a while, but she was like, I've emailed him. It was like 273 times. Like it was like so, literally she was like, I've emailed him 273 times. We've had like, she went on her calendar. She was like, we've had 11 in-person meetings. Like I've offered him so many things. Like, and she's so nice, but it's like, she doesn't sound that nice. I mean, like she, she was running out of options, man, you know? Cause it's like, it is her job to, to do that. She has to answer for like, what's the average days that it takes people to close their time in the firm and stuff. You know what I mean? And, uh, I actually didn't talk to her, uh, after I got that review, like I was pissed, you know, it's like completely valid, you know what I mean? But I was just like, Oh, it's like that. You can't talk to me. You know what I mean? I was like, you brought it to the review, you know? And I actually, yeah, I don't want to get too inside baseball, but I got some bad advice on that too. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but she she was good, like that thing we were talking about. Like I got in the elevator with her and I was just like, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not saying hi. You know, and she didn't say hi to me either. But mm -hmm. I definitely I'm the kind of guy that normally I would have said hi. We're friends. Uh and we like rode down the elevator and got out. And she was just like, you know, like we we can still be friends. Like you I'm really very upset with you. Like all like about this but you're like good at your job. Like I just really, this is really holding you back, man. And then she was actually like, people aren't gonna take you seriously when it's time to like consider you as a partner if you're fucking around like this. Like this is part of like growing up is like, and it's, and she's right. Like, uh, but I just, that wasn't the growing up that I wanted to do. Uh, but it's like, she's right. Like uh, everything she said was right, but Anyway, I fucking hate billable hours. I didn't mean to end this on a note of being wrong and giving someone credit for being right, but it feels right to, to end that anecdote. There. Yeah, you know. <laughs> she was right, dude. And, you know, I still struggle sometimes. <laughs> I'm just trying not to say anything that makes me a dick. <laughs> you want to talk about a uh, school that we went to?
Yeah, man. I mean, think about it, man. How do people get sent there, man? They have problems. <laughs> <laughs> and what did I learn there? To fucking white knuckle out, dude, and basically run my whole life on adrenaline. So is it any wonder that at the beginning of the month, after I've just had the rush of a lifetime staying up all night, like doing all my time entries, you know, I'm chilling so fucking hard, dude. Like I'm, you know, or the, the first day of the month for second day, third day. Oh baby, I'm getting them all in. You know, I tell my secretary mm. never mm. again, never again. Are we <laughs> yeah. doing this? I want yeah. you in here. You don't go home until I give you the time entries. You know what I mean? Like she it, leaves. I, like, I do think like if I, it, it does make me, I mean, there's some part of me, I think that probably it will always be like, uh, you know, you could have gone to law school. You could have figured it out. Like, there's there's some version of law that you would have enjoyed doing, and it's a bit of a waste of the opportunity that you didn't. But if I had gone through all of it and learned how fucking tedious, but like, I was under the impression that if I put in that much work and went to that much school, that no one's making me do fucking write down your time. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck. I up. mean, I kind of felt that way, and my job was one of the more interesting, I think, big law jobs. But yeah, I agree, dude. It's too much bullshit. What I said to them was like, kind of like hire a driver. Like I was like, yo, I mean, the statistics, this is what they would always say. You lose your time. Like you, if you record it as soon as you do it, you know, they tell them this in Avatar too. Do it while it's fresh because you'll forget. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> because the way, and I was very scrupulous. Like I would literally be in my inbox for the whole month. At the end of the month, I would go through my sent items and look at every email I sent. And that was basically my outline of like, okay, I can now figure out what this day was because I've reconstructed it based on my emails. And then I would look at the timestamps and then I would basically like at a minimum cut the time in half. So my reviews were also constantly like, he's in the office 18 hours a day, but he only bills six hours a day sometimes, you know, cause I really, I will not, that's probably autism too. Like the like, yeah, yeah, I get that. <clears throat> to the extent any of this is sloppy, which people are telling me it is, I have to be the one to be like double down on being like, no, absolutely. Like I'm effectively discounting myself. Mm -hmm. um, but the firm doesn't like that. They're like, yo, you're, you're in here all the time. Like we, you're doing a lot more, you're less profit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. anyway, but I was like, yo, my cousin's a doctor, man. And they also are supposed to keep track of what they do all day. But everyone- want to do that either. Well, I'm saying in the medical profession, just because I think the hierarchy is more, it's like law is very hierarchical between lawyers and non-lawyers. But then once you're among lawyers, there's kind of like, you're not special among the lawyers. And that means there's a lot of like, I didn't get this treatment, so why should you? Even like when standing desks first came out, there was like these fucking, not, you know, the people I worked with are pretty cool, but I definitely got senses from older lawyers of like, everybody's gotta be special, you know? Like you, kind of the hippies were the ones that started with the standing desks, you know, of that world. It's like a very conservative world. So I, this was like a non-starter, but I was like, you know what the doctors do? In the hospital, they're like, yo, the doctors are doctors and that's what they're good at, not record keeping. So they pay somebody like 60 grand a year to follow the doctors around and just keep track of what they're doing for billing purposes because it's all still profitable. And look, I've even done the math. We could get one of those guys just for me 
and I would be willing to pay for it. But y'all would be have to be cool with like <laughs> just my friend comes to work with me, <laughs> like you know, like dude, my little buddy, like you know, it could have been it. you, dude. <laughs> like at the time, it, it could have been. God, at the time, if you like, as I was making my twenty eight thousand dollars a year doing fucking tickers, if you'd have been like, you can have it, so that you, your boss, he's not a dick, he's me, dude. <laughs> Yeah, and I and don't even tell you what to I'll, do. I'll go. I'll you go. just have to kind of every now and then ask me what I'm doing. I'll go to 40. <laughs> like, I would have been like, fucking. Yeah, bro. 100. Well, I don't, I don't know the math on that, but, you know. It would have been considerable, so sick. Considerable increase yeah. when you're making 28 to get to 40, I'm going to need TC traveling with me, though, too. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I don't even have a kid then. God. Yeah, dude. I mean, but it's like, mathematically, it made sense. But it, the real reason was like, you can't be that special. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, just yeah. like, it doesn't, <laughs> no. like, the system does not want you. Like, it's willing dude, to bear. Dude, can you imagine? <laughs> I did imagine it, dude. I wanted it. I'm still kind of like. One of your coworkers would have shot you. I know, dude. I be, But I was always getting shit from all my coworkers for, for being, like, weird with how I did things. Like, I. You weren't even stretching then. I, I know. I was always constantly <laughs> doing weird shit, though. Like, uh. <laughs> Like I was the only young lawyer to like, I was like, I will be dictating my, all of my writing, you know? Like that was a super weird thing that everyone gave me shit for. My nickname was- when That's I first, weird, dude. You're a good writer. I know, but well, I would like, I thought my boss dictated and my dad dictated. Like, I, it's kind of like I thought that's like what cool guys did, but it wasn't. And I was drunk all the time. So I would be like dictating after hours. My secretary would literally be like, I tried my best. And then I would edit it, like you know what I mean. So, but uh, see, in, that's the difference with the doctor. Is like, you, if you're drunk as a lawyer, it's like you just have to edit more. You know, yeah. It's like the that, doctor, someone could die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in this would have been 2007. Uh, so I don't know if this is more prevalent now. I feel like it is considerably more prevalent now, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, in 2007. I knew a kid, uh, happened to be a former Excel student, that uh, we, I think we went to go visit his dad at work. Like, I, it was, we were there for like a, you know, his family's having an event. I don't want to give too many identifying details, so I'm trying to be vague here. Yeah. Um, and uh, his dad had a thing where like, uh, he dictated into a recorder and then, like, the recorder is just, you know, through magic that he wasn't involved in, got, like, sent to someone in India who typed it all out. Yeah, like, my dad would do that him. shit. That's fucking, I, it blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. He, it's honestly also blew my mind, but to demystify it a little bit, I mean, kind of surprising no one at this point, but, like, my dad hated it. He complained about it all the time. He said it sucked because it was, like, at first, you had a secretary live that you knew that came into the office that would do that, you know? Mm -hmm. And then once they found out about that, it was like, first it was people in Nebraska, and then it mm -hmm. was people in India. And it was like, I don't know. I think that's why, like, uh, my dad threw in the towel with COVID. Like, that's when he fully, I think, was just done. Because he's, dude, it's in our soul, dude. We're, we're yeah, off. I'm surprised it wasn't before then. He's, I don't well, know, I thought he was kind of. Yeah, he's old. I mean, he's, yeah. not, he's old. Uh, but he was like, uh, mediating and arbitrating that's right yeah, yeah. uh but then when covid I could do happened that. yeah dude it's like the best job of all time yeah it sounds pretty tough you're in like everyone has to be like convincing you i'd be uh, good at it i think you would be i think you would have to get into mediator mindset 
but I think you you would be. I think I'm better at arbitrating. Yeah. <laughs> like you, I'm not worried about you as an arbitrator. That's Thank what I'm you. saying. Like a mediator mindset, I think you need a little bit. You got to take it down a notch a little bit, you know? Well, can, certainly there are people who are just arbitrators. I know there are. Yeah. and But some arbitrators all. I would be an excellent baseball arbitrator. Yeah. And see, there, uh, you, probably know, not. you know more than I do, even. I, I don't get. Because you know the deal. You know the deal. No. I, and so I. Honestly, Both sides can fire him at any time. Management would fire me after like the first fucking uh, case. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that always did, you know, it's wild, but it actually helps the unions more, I think, like not baseball arbitration. Like regular arbitration is you've got a panel of seven guys or nine guys or something like the government gives it to you. Mm -hmm. And then the both sides alternate strikes until one guy's left or a woman now. Um, but it's like, because the unions are the real repeat customers, you know what I mean? Like, think about like, who's the most unionized company? Like, I don't know, fucking, I don't know, actually. But it's like, my point is like, they don't have near, they wouldn't have a 10th or a hundredth of as many arbitrations as like the Teamsters have, because they have a lot more companies, you know what I mean? So the arbitrators, in my experience, much more concerned about like being cool with the union. Great news. Then, yeah, I mean, I think overall, it, you know, I'm on the other side of it now, so it's it's it is still hard for me to like drop management mindset, but keep working at it. You know, I always try to adopt different mindsets for sure. Like, uh, I unfollowed finally all of those Starbucks union accounts and shit. Like, I basically unfollowed all labor, like union related social media now interesting yeah i like i was uh, do you just, unfollow alex press no actually i i think she's good man i like her like but i she like i'm i've never actually read a jacobin article i think that she's written but uh she's like a rare reporter where it's like her tweets are pretty good you know i actually i think i the other day i stole a mannerism from her yeah because what I know other people do this, but I definitely like, I like how she deploys it on Twitter of using an emoji to point down to a thing that you're retweeting, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, it, it brings an air of like, I'm retweeting this, but I'm, I'm kind of, I might be joking. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, you don't know, like, or, you know. Uh, and I, I busted that on an Instagram story, like with something I think that I posted. I think I did. And I remember being like, this is like an AliExpress tweet. <clears throat> when i did it nice yeah so no I'm, I'm sticking with her but you know all those the defend the coalition of starbucks workers and all that gotta keep brunig of course <clears throat> no i haven't followed both of them a long time ago you know that i, don't I mean did to, not know that why would you do that great I, accounts it's a compliment dude i top it, notch accounts I, it's a, the highest praise i can pay them as a, prof, a fellow podcaster i enjoy their podcast and i found that i was listening to it and being like I, you already did this on Twitter. Like it happened a couple, not like you already did the whole conversation, but it kind of like, I almost fast forwarded. Being like, yeah, I know how they feel about this. Deadens parts of it. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. I love the podcast too much. I got to unfollow, you know? It was yeah, me, it was Wesley Snipes meme. <laughs> you know, when he's like crying. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's a good, I'm sure they're good on Twitter. I mean, obviously I was following. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, just Alex Press now. She's and me 
You're labor Twitter for sure. <laughs> You're definitely <laughs> labor Twitter. I guess that dude, uh, I think I'm following that dude Donald again. I think he, I consider him like labor Twitter. Adjacent, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because I think Canadian. he like goes to some of those conferences. Don Hughes? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. back on the train with him. Good, good deal. Yeah. Uh, uh, have you, there's no way you've heard. He, during the last election, uh, he, I think it was just like two of them. He gave updates for Chapo, like the beginning of the Chapo episode would be like five minutes. I think it was called Bad News Hughes. <laughs> no, I love that. That's a funny uh It was good. Dude, the whole thing <laughs> was just banger after banger. Uh, his thing in the- uh, I, don't, I don't think I know what this guy sounds like. like I'm having, I didn't until then, but like- He's Canadian, right? It's good. Like, it's, Does he sound Canadian? He looks, it sounds like he looks. Like it's in the way that like- No, I bro, because he looks like- fucking not canadian to me like, uh this profile picture him wearing like a blue well, jay yeah, hat I mean, he's wearing a blue jay but he looks like like an uh, an albanian man or something like well i mean what do canadians look like drake. they're all from albania canadians look either like drake or our one canadian friend you know that yeah i mean There's he a, looks a little bit like him i mean he, in they that he looks less jay like hats. drake than that guy yeah like, um, uh, they're both white if we're counting Albanians, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the, every line was great. The one that uh, reverberates in my head was uh, the Iowa caucuses were, okay. uh, were going on. He was like, you know, it's great to see so many youth marching through the fields, but where are their rifles? <laughs> Uh, that's funny man yeah that dude's funny as fuck man <laughs> yeah dude yeah 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 <laughs> yeah it's it's a good bit let's talk excel i got something to tell you about excel okay i think we covered this oh that's why you've been on the laptop yeah because i got okay. my notes i've been wondering what what's been i right. want to make sure i remembered all this this has been a good warm-up <laughs> whatever dude no, no it was a good episode the I, episode title is gonna be uh you know alex talks about his that. i was actually thinking about <laughs> he said that. that i can accept all the big talk no 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 no, no 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 when i stopped talking i was like remind i was like i can't believe i just told tc don't edit any names or anything and i was like note to self show notes should not be alex talks about firing on this one that was just what my thought it's not that i'm a puss it's that it's okay to be a puss, like just, but don't you know pretend what? like Actually, you're not a puss. I've already admitted you're... that I love being dominated as long as it's pleasant, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't you know, love a yeah, good, whatever. It's pleasant, fun. Yeah, yeah. skillful <laughs> domination. Yeah, of course. Um, Pay a lot of money for that. So uh, I think that I have uh, referenced this before. At this point, we've been doing this for more than a year, and I cannot be expected to remember anything that I've said, but. I know that I didn't tell this story fully because I didn't recall it fully until uh, it was explained to me, even okay. though I did live it and was more in the center of it than the person explaining it to me, yeah, I think. I'm cracking a LaCroix for this one. Uh, please do. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I just, uh, you know, had had a, a fellow former student. His name is Andrew. It's not the same Andrew as we've been previously talking about. There's more than one guy named Andrew. I will, I'll close that loop. It will take like two seconds. Not now, but I'm just, I just want to say. Close it now. Oh, well, okay. The, the, the main thing to say is Andrew's wife told me about a term called proprioception, which is the awareness of like your mental awareness of your body and what it is doing, how it is moving in space. And she said that because autistic people 
have difficulty, you know, like being in their body a lot, you know, like there's a, a lot of like, you know, living in the head that happened. And I certainly relate to that. Uh, it's like, you know, how autistic people like snap their fingers or flap or like, you know, do their little, they call them stims mm -hmm. or like their ticks or whatever back in the day and even still in the see i don't feel like i do any of that so, so i feel no, like you do fake, i've seen you I'm do a it fake person so, you've yeah. seen me do it what? yeah you like you shake your leg sometimes or you're like you'll just shaking you'll your that. leg that counts you're right actually because what i was about to say was like in the dsm they say it's like mindless repetitive movements as in a lot of autistic people don't eat they feel that that's kind of like a hostile characterization and it's certainly an eye of the beholder thing because there's actually a sopranos about this when AJ, there's like he has ADD, and they're like, you can tell because he fidgets. And you know, Tony's like, what's a fidget? Fidgeting all what, what exactly yeah, constitutes yeah, a fidget? Episodes. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, maybe I don't mean to tag you with that, but it helped me because she was saying actually, like, when you see autistic people like swaying a lot or like doing those weird movements that they do, uh, guys like that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like a way to get feedback within your body. And like the joints are obviously as like the places where the muscles kind of like connect. It's like a, people, autistic people have like joint pain issues later in life and stuff. Um, but it's like, there's, that's like, you can kind of like use it. I don't know, I'm not doing as quick a job as I thought I would say, but so basically she was like, that's what's going on. And so that's like, if you are doing that, it's like a sign that your body likes it. And I was like, yeah, I fucking love stretching. Like, and I feel so good. And like, I, it helps me move better. And she's like, yeah, exactly. Because it's like, you have a vocabulary with your body, you know, since you're like engaging with it more. Um, and so she said like, the kids at the school that she worked at, like uh, they were all autistic kids. So it's like, they were all weird. So it wasn't weird to do this. Like, um, they would have hired a guy for me to keep track of my time, I bet, at that school. But it's not a place of business, I guess. But anyway. And like, you could have a guy that keeps track of the time for you. If, like, you know, if you worked in a hospital and all the doctors got it and you were a doctor, then of yeah, course yeah. they would have done it. The problem is not like the concept of the job. The problem is that no one else was receiving the sort of treatment. But I bet others would have benefited. But anyway. Uh, not Possibly, to the degree, not to the degree. You know, uh, no one else got the, the tallying up in the review that I got. I think. Yeah. But, uh, I sent an email like that this week. <laughs> no, you no. <laughs> what do you mean? It wasn't about you. No, okay. <laughs> no, I had to be like, here's me asking them for it. Here's him not sending it. Ooh, here's me asking them for yeah. it. Here's him not sending it. See, I now know what it's like to be on every single side of that. You know what I mean? Like, I've been the guy who's not getting the thing that he needs. I've been the guy not sending the thing that the guy needs. I've been the lawyer reviewing the email chain, being like, go ahead and fire that guy. <laughs> like, no, know? no one's trying like, to fire anyone. No, I'm not saying you. I yeah. like literally have reviewed those email chains like so many times and be like, you're fully in the clear, dude. This guy is not getting it done. If you want, like, my job is, I'm not saying do it or don't, but you want legal sign-off, you got it. Uh, so I know what, you know, but people go through stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it, I don't know. But it's, I don't know. Ever, everyone's there to get a, a project done. Yeah. I don't mean to belabor this point. I All I wanted to say was, she, it really has helped me because she said at the school what they would do is, like, a kid, you know, just for example, like, before class, like classes are switching or whatever. 
you know, that gets them all riled up, you know, they're, they like, literally they're anxious. They like need to know what's going on. And like, they, their like body needs to like, be like, this is what we're doing now. I think that's why like you sleep well on planes and stuff, you know what I mean? Or a lot of people do. Cause it's like, you're confined finally, you know, there's like nothing else to really figure out about the environment. You think a lot of people sleep well on planes? I think they sleep. I don't know if they're getting like the deepest REM sleep of their life. I sleep pretty damn good on a plane. But I've, I've always felt like it was a, a special skill that set me apart. Oh, interesting. No, I, I observe people falling asleep on planes a lot. Maybe I just don't see it because I'm asleep. Yeah, I don't know. I used to be so weird. I've offended. This is probably. A, we're I might just, go to sleep on a plane. This whole episode tomorrow. is Alex realizing how autistic he was. That actually as sounds an attorney. great. Sorry. No, I, I just used to tell people like on, we would travel together mm -hmm. and I would be like, no offense, but we have to sit apart from each other because I like, I'm, I'm probably going to fall asleep on the plane and I'm not comfortable being asleep in front of you. Like, I'm just not. Yeah. I'm flying with my friend tomorrow. Do you think that, uh, it would be bad if I, like he just, like he knows right now that they're the tick, that the seats are next to each other. We just show up and I've moved. I would do shit like that. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's different if it's work. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be offended as your friend. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, Is it better or worse if he's a disabled person that needs assistance? Probably worse for him. <laughs> it's certainly worse for him. <laughs> God, what a fucking move that would be. <laughs> uh yeah i mean i i like talking to someone on a plane that's why i think it's offensive but you like talking to oh like if someone like, you know. if we're having a good conversation yeah, yeah. not a rando I, yeah. that's not really my move uh but anyway you talked to a rapper on a plane once true yeah, story. yeah but we were in first class yeah i think i've told that on the pod right no definitely not really i don't yeah, think no so. big deal me and my boy merce mm -hmm. <laughs> uh it wasn't, it was like, I, I was pretty sure he was Merce though. I kind of played it like I didn't know who he was. Mm -hmm. Cause I wanted, I played it cool for sure. Like, uh, cause I, I got upgraded cause I was traveling so much. So I was like, this is first class vibe. And Merce told me also, it turned out he's not always first class at that time, but you know, he upgraded too. Uh, so we were flying out of Tucson, which is where he was living at the time. Cause he's an LA guy, but he was like, Tucson's the spot. Uh, and a lot of people from LA are moving out to Tucson. It really recommends Tucson. And I've heard just great things, sterling Dude, it, things. It is sick. Like uh, that, have I told you about that hotel, the Arizona Inn? Yeah. And it, I th I think that separately, Jordan, I know there's a hotel oh, in really? Tucson okay. that Jordan is all about. That could, I bet. You and Jordan are the two biggest Tucson fans I've ever met. I think it would be great if we, uh, if we had, had a three-man vacation to Tucson. That could be pretty sick. Boys trip to Tucson. We'd have to stay. Uh, well, I'm open if it's a different hotel. I trust Jordan's taste. Like I think it's that one. I, think I felt like I was in LA like hanging out at the pool there. That's also the pool we hung out where later we hung out with the swingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, no, I know. I was, I was hoping that we would see the swingers there. <laughs> no, they weren't at that pool. One time Alex met some swingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> different pool though but we that was all that same day yeah, yeah anyway yeah. dude yeah uh i don't know all i wanted to say was they put like weighted vests on the kids man at the autistic <laughs> no. school or like they'll make them like she'll be like go do jumping jacks like before class and like shit like that and i've found like at home like i when i need to switch tasks you got a little vest i don't have a vest but i'll like i'll do some squats you know or i'll just like go i'll put my face in the pool that's interesting. Like, I'll just, like, do something to, like, engage physically, like, and then it's, like, I'm down. What do you mean by switching tasks? Like, it seems like a simple enough statement. But no, I'm man. A little it's bit a, a pretty, mystified. 
No, like uh, it's very hard for me to switch tat. Like I, I like to focus on one thing, and uh, I'm very irritable if I get interrupted like while I'm doing it, and uh, it's like yeah. very difficult for me to, especially if I didn't plan it. Like I've and, noticed that pattern in myself. Yeah, I could see that. No, are you joking? No, I I know that I do it. Yeah, yeah, I, I see that in you for Whether sure. Whether or not others in my life ever pick up on the they fucking, don't fucking pattern. care, man. That's what I'm saying. They don't fucking care, I've, and then you have yeah. to protect your own Message fucking received. space. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, it's a. You can tell I'm getting worked up, and <laughs> it also. I don't. I don't accept that as an answer, dude. What do you mean? Like I. I don't find it like very controllable. Like if I'm in the middle, like in, whatever I say, like in the middle of something, it often is a very minor something, but like, I'm just trying to explain this is a quirk of me. If I'm in the middle of something and it feels like it's a, a focused task to me, yeah. then like interrupting it, it feels fucking violent. Like I'm, I'm mad. I feel sure. very mad. And so like, if you think about the other things that like make you mad, then like fucking you know do you feel like uh you know if you just like like a lot of th that stuff's very instinctual and so like mm -hmm. you know i don't know i i i it seems unlikely to me that we're going to be able to uh just like quash this quickly without at least some effort on both sides to kind of be like well you know he's got that weird ass quirk about the fucking hyper focus but i guess we're gonna have to oh, fucking you're, you're try to accommodate right. a little bit it's yeah it's you're you're yeah you're right <laughs> i can't agree more uh i mean you're right about the last part for sure too like we have work to do you know what i mean and especially like with your having the kid makes it so much easier because she interrupts and you do check it you know sure. like oh, I, well, I don't even feel it then i feel it yeah oh yeah but like i check it like it well it also helped me realize that i can check it you know and then like yeah because to me, like when you were describing that, I'm not saying this is what you you do, but that whole conversation you just had, you know, that you said, mm -hmm. that I can tell you that before. Not just once. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's like, at least for me, I would be so mad that at the interruption that the way I communicated that was not hearable because it was like, th they feel that way about being yelled at at all. You know, so then yeah, they're yeah. in their mode yeah. and then they start rather than being like, okay, I hear you about the interruption and you know what? I'll try not to interrupt you. I'll knock, you know? Instead so they're like, okay, well, fucking CC wants here, you know, or it's like something yeah, it's like, yeah. cause they're, and then you're like, well, I'm just fucking saying like, you came in here. Okay. Question like, though. What is the start of this chain? Yeah, exactly. And so we're trying like, to make it so the whole chain doesn't happen. So Let's find out what the start of it. What is, what do you think like, it is? If there's a guy who, when he doesn't see you coming up from behind him and you put your hand on his shoulder, if he like punches you in the face for doing that, like he definitely should work on that. Like you can't go, go around punching people in the face, but it's like, maybe don't tap him on the shoulder all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? After Help the first him. time, probably. Just, just don't, don't ever do it again. Certainly not after mine. the second time. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, here we are every day. Exactly, dude. But I felt like once I calmed down enough because of my daughter, I was able to be calm, be calm enough to like deliver the point. So we've made some progress, but it's still, it's tough, man. Well, you know, I'm working. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you're working? Oh, I see what you mean. Anyway. You want to hear about this thing? Yeah, man, let's do it. Oh, yeah, so I'll just do weighted vests and jumping jacks. Put your face in the pool. I don't have that, a pool. That's really my my big takeaway. But it's it's helped me a lot. 
And then it, it, it's helped me understand stretching. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. That's I'm not I sure that I understand. Like, I'm attracted I, to the advice you're giving, but I'm not sure that I get it yet. Yeah, I mean, that could be, man. I mean, uh, well, you definitely, if you, if you say you don't, then I don't want to disagree with you and be like, you probably do. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, okay, I got, some, I got a thought for you. You want to hear it real quick? And then we yeah, can do it. Because this definitely. is actually, I thought about this. You know, because it's been a minute since we uh, talked. So I've listened to several IJBs. So I don't know exactly when you said this, mm -hmm. but you've said it plenty of times. Like uh, when you smoke weed, your back hurts. Yeah. You know, and like, why might that be? Is it because you're more aware of muscle pain because of like a body high? Uh, is it because it relaxed your muscles? So now they're in a weird space that's causing you pain uh those i think were the main ones the second one's what i think okay yeah <clears throat> it's, I, it's my yeah like you said it's my back so i think that my spine i think the muscles are helping the spine and whenever they relax the spine hurts yeah and i'm not denying your experience i could be at wrong. all that that I'm is not, what that is I, I don't know enough about the body to understand whether or not that's even possible to happen i think it sounds very plausible to me not it does just possible. sound plausible right yeah 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 maybe even likely uh, but I like to assume things are true and then ask what, what would that mean, you mm -hmm. know? And so maybe I'm not quite following it, but what I got to thinking was like, all right, so what if, because, and this is true of all of us, your body literally is like your person, but like, but it's also like your personality. Like there's no independent you short of your physical reality, unless you start getting like metaphysical, which I'm happy to do. But like from a physical standpoint, like your body is a, a system of organs, like, and it's meant to support them and move them around and get them to do things that will result in the packets of DNA that they you know, are comprised of replicating themselves. You know what I mean? And so like, that's pretty basic. I don't mean to like be like, whoa, uh, but that also includes protecting the system. So that's what our muscles are for. Like, and you can see like the way people comport themselves, you can infer a lot about how they're feeling and you can even infer like the rings of a tree, like their life history in some ways, obvious ways like a limp, okay, that leg is probably injured, you know what I mean? Um, but less obvious ways, but when you think about it, very obvious, like a very high confidence person is walking around with a high chest they're not at all worried that their internal organs are like completely exposed to a, an attack. They don't care because they're high confidence. They're like high status. It it shows that no one would attack my organs, dude. Well, you're huge. You're that's like, what they're saying. I'm yeah, yeah. I wouldn't attack you. You're a big guy, so like you really don't have to worry about your physical safety much at all. And you don't walk like someone who does. Like you just don't. Like, but. Like you walk in whatever way you've decided you should move through the world, you know what I mean? And like, no disrespect, I'm not saying this, like this is true of everyone we know, like none of us are like Olympic caliber athletes and none of us are hunter gatherers that are actually doing the thing like that these bodies evolved to do in the environment from mm, which they evolved to in do. In many it. ways I am, dude. Well, I mean, there's a way to make that, no, case. yeah. I, okay. No, but I kind of do agree with what you're saying. It's like. Every being has always been like the the last thing for a new environment. So there's never been a human that is just like, I am the perfect 
human that is perfectly engineered for this one slumdog millionaire moment uh, in human evolution. You know what I mean? Like it's, we've always been, it's, it's a struggle, but like uh, our bodies are meant to move more than they do. Like that appears to be the catching up that we're doing. That might be what autism is, like that traveling and putting more resources into brain power than like the physical aspect. You know what I mean? It may be that ends up being the thing that we are becoming. And we just, the, the literal physical pain that we feel is like the growing pains of the thing that we're becoming. Like I'm, a, I feel like most of the like people on my side of like the like spiritual war, like hate transhumanism because they think like big tech is out to just like destroy everything that's good. But I feel like it's like, it's pretty arrogant to think that humans are just like a thing. You know what I mean? Like we're in a continuity and we always have been and we always will be. Uh, but like these bodies are what we're dragging along with us. So all I'm saying is like, you're walking around with your body, right? That sits in a couch, sits on this couch right now, sits at that desk. You do walk around though, and you walk around more too. That's I think another important thing to think about since you live on Greenville or, you know, since you walk to Greenville now. Yeah. Like, uh, so like your body's changing from what it was still, like even though we're not going through puberty and it could be for the better, like a growing pain. And so I got to thinking like, so everything that we have, like the way your muscles support your bones, it's tension. And that doesn't mean it's bad unless it's too much in the wrong place. And when it's too much in the wrong place, it's because usually there's a corresponding weakness, like in the opposite muscle, you know, or like the ones that would work in concert with it. So like the rest of your, your body is very adaptive. So it's like, if your gait's not perfect, it doesn't mean you can't walk. It just means your ankle is going to be a little bit off. And it's like, you may not, for me, I didn't notice that for 20 years until I like couldn't literally walk. And then it's like, I have, my whole body is fucked up. Like, Don't you wish someone would have told you earlier? Yeah, I really, really do. Well, That's why, why this is Why wouldn't you tell that bellboy or the, the guy was cleaning tables at the restaurant? I hear you for the listener. <laughs> I, I was gate checking. <laughs> <laughs> and spent the rest of the night worried that you'd said it too loud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I, I think he heard us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's an awkward thing because you're telling someone, like, like I said, it's like you're being like, have you ever seen Crawl Show? There's like a line where they... Yeah, you know they do all the characters i don't even remember what the character is but it's like their shark tank and they're just like the guy has like weird hips or something and curl's just like your body's too weird for this man you gotta go you know <laughs> like it's like it's sensitive dude to tell someone that to be like plus he probably kind of knows his walk is different like on some level you know i don't think he does but, i mean he he was very like i don't know it was just like yeah i don't think he knew what he was doing like it's not an efficient way to move but anyway, like my point for you is like, okay, or maybe for that kid, like either way, it's like if he smoked weed and relaxed finally, because the reason he's walking the way he's walking is he's got too much tension in his like groin and hip flexors, like going the wrong way. Like it's like he's holding his legs almost like kind of bow-legged, you know what I mean? So say he smokes weed and it, it does relax his muscles and then they go where they're supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? That, that's probably going to hurt. Cause it's, or, and maybe even feel like kind of weird cause he's not used to it at all. But for me, like what was very helpful when I would have those kinds of like pains. And this was like, after we did acid at the lake that time. And our friend kind of like said, he had a similar thing when he did psychedelics in his back and his, his thesis was the awareness. I think that's where I got that. And I think it might be a combo of like you and him are both right. Uh, but it's I'm like, right, it, yeah. it may be that that's what your back like wants to be doing. 
and the cannabis is like relaxing you enough that you you actually like your brain is letting your body do the thing that it's kind of like been gearing up to do maybe because you've been walking more or like you know something so I, I i was just thinking when you said it you might consider like lean literally leaning into it and just being like where does this go does it feel better or worse if i do this you know get on the floor just you know arch your back a little bit you know i'm not saying do anything too crazy but it could be like a little fucking a signal in your body being like, yo, check me out. I like, I want you to move this more, you know? And it may end up like, I just, I think you should follow those kinds of things. Like if they, I got a good message from a listener that was <coughs> like, yeah, I've had the same thing. And it's usually like that whenever you're in that state, you're, it's like an advanced warning system of like, you're better able to feel stuff that will become more apparent mm -hmm. later. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, but interesting I, thought. I wouldn't look I at it, it as like a, a chore of like, oh shit, one more thing I got to do. It's like, yo, this is a fucking cool new thing I'm unlocking. So you think just laying down, like laying on the ground would be fine? I think laying on the ground would be awesome. Yeah, see, I've, uh, my, I had a friend who recommended, because it was- Maybe roll we were, around a little? We were in Chicago and yeah, it's a big walking city. Yeah. Wonderful city. And I we'd, we'd been going hard. Uh, and so- by the time I got back, like it was just, I just knew, you know, there's sometimes like my fucking spine's gonna be swollen. We're gonna have to figure this out for a little while. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, not, I don't know, man. Laying down didn't help much at that point, but like also nothing did. So, what do you Yeah, do? I mean, and there definitely were days where it was just like, I do think being immobile, immobile is rarely good for extended periods of time. Like, even if you're hurt, it's better to just like slow down. Don't, don't, actually hurt yourself more but you know a lot of times motion is the lotion you know so i wouldn't say just like lie down and that's it but like lie down get into a comfortable position and just be like what am i actually feeling and then just shift a little bit you know or just be like if i what what if i could do a next movement like if i ask my back what does it want to do what and then just do it and then it'll either feel better or worse or neutral you know what i mean and but it just it can feel good to just move around in it and I definitely like whatever the substance is that your body sends to areas of like joints and muscles, like to lubricate them. Uh, a lot of times that's what soreness is. Is That's why you're sore in the morning. Uh, you might not be old enough for that yet. Like, has that hit you like the way old people talk about? Did it wake up in the morning? And you've just got like shit you've got to fucking attend to. <laughs> like, yes and no. I mean, like, like I, I've, I've described this to you before, but the first kind of time that my body lets me know like how we're doing today is that now that we live in a house with stairs like okay, sometimes okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a one stair at a time day sometimes yeah, we yeah. can kind of yeah exactly exactly so that's that's when i feel because like in the middle of the day you know like i can you can do it yeah because no you've been moving yeah 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 exactly uh so it, it, your back is i think it may be the a similar thing is going on you know what i mean it's just like a muscle you're not used to moving or an area that you're not used to moving that way. Um, you know, so it, and with the back, it can sometimes be hard to even like figure out exactly how to move it, you know, cause that's, Ooh, dude, I was picturing you lying on your back on the floor, bro. You might want to be on your stomach for this one. You think? 
get your arms straight and then maybe just put them up in the air like just one inch off you know mm -hmm. just a little bit just start feeling like that like stuff feels. you saying i should do this whenever i'm uh getting twisted and feeling it or like every day uh i mean to me like obviously i would never d discourage every day unless it was some sort of injury situation but i also f again from my own experiences i think it i eventually realized it's counterproductive to overly systematize these kinds of things like i think every day is good and i definitely think like a little under five minute routine that you can confidently like not have to think too much about in the morning is good uh but i also on the other hand and out of the concern you know of like not wanting you know you know how it is you get you start doing a thing and then you miss a day and then you're like fuck it or like you forget or like whatever you know what i mean uh so I, I think always, always, whether or not it's every day, it's like if your body's feeling like doing something and you can do it, don't stifle the urge. You know, definitely lean into it um, because it's like when you're kids, you're kind of socialized not to move even. You know what I mean? Like it's like, remember at Excel how much we had to be in line? You know, like you just got to be still all the time. So I feel like it's like even now you can kind of move more than you think. You may want to. I don't know. But a system could help you. I don't mean to suggest it wouldn't, but I think giving yourself permission to listen, because sometimes also you want to rest. Like some mornings I don't do shit. And I would never feel bad about that. Sure. Every morning I don't do shit. I feel fine about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you read Matty Glasses. That's right. That's you right. Figure, you yeah, get yeah. your finger on yeah. the pulse. Yeah. I read Iggy in bed. <laughs> Does he go by that? Is that like the name? I is don't that, think that he goes by it, but people other call people that? call him that on the That's internet. What's up. I don't know if uh, he's for or against. I've talked a good game about starting a Substack, dude, but I don't know, man. I've been like, I think coming to, I'm, I'm going to figure something out about it, but it may be that, I may be like Kanye, dude. I'm just not really into the written word right now. <laughs> Has he said that? Yeah, I saw some interview clip with him. Maybe it's older, but I think I saw it on like TikTok. It's like the very first thing he says in an interview. They're like, Kanye, we're so glad to have you here. Uh, there's so much going on. You know, like, what's up? What What do you want to talk about? And Kanye just like sneers at them. And he's just like, honestly, I don't care. I think words are like the lowest possible form of communication. That's right. It's not yeah. really important to me. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, this is sick for this recorded interview that you showed up for. Godfrey said that he didn't exclude words from Koyana Skatsi out of a, uh, a lack of love of language. He has a deep love of language, but he feels like uh, language is not evolved to fit our times. And so we no longer have the words to express the experiences that we're going through. Wow. Wow. Interesting. That's why there's no words in i like that man i like that a lot i kind of feel that actually yeah like when i think about writing in a Substack, right and i heard he's i i think that that's like a that was a, a first day i saw it i was able to find that like encapsulation but digging deeper on the interview he's got more like in that when i was talking about it before uh, -huh. uh he's got more about like there used to be x number of languages now there's a much much smaller number and yeah it's like, a very new mexico point yeah those, like. those were like you know the variety of life may have changed but not like at that pace 
Yeah. And so like we're we're being funneled unnaturally against the like, Oh, you know, I feel that. I feel that big time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I, I uh, he's doing this, obviously. It's not really my place, or he did it. You know, I haven't seen all of the trilogy, but what I saw was enough. It doesn't matter if he just never did any, if he did terrible things. Have you rest. popped in Powakatsi? No, 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 no. It hasn't been. I've thought it. about it, but it, it hasn't been. No, wait for the right time. Exactly. But whenever it hits, you're going to love it. Well, I'm, I'm itching for Sarah, uh, It opens with the Sarah Pilata, dude. What's that? It's uh, one of the largest gold mines in the world. Oh shit! It was one okay. of the most recent gold rushes. It was in like late or late seventies, wow. early eighties. Where was it? Brazil. Shit. Okay. It's That'll be sick. Tight. Yeah, I want to watch the God. one we I watched also. On, like, I want right to watch now. that again. Oh hell yeah! I, was, I watched uh, it again the next day after yeah. I had seen it. Like not. Us, well, I, yeah. I want to. The first time I saw it, I was like, I'm waking it up and running it back. Yeah, it is cool, man. I mean, I just want to be in the right, you know, right, right zone. I feel that. Yeah, but I feel what that guy's saying about language because it's like language does evolve, and you, you know, I guess I'm an optimist, but if you think about it, if the whole world is like kind of, it's like you're you're gonna want to speak English at this point. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to, but it's like it does seem like it's like if you speak English, everyone's like you should learn Chinese. You know, <laughs> and it feels like everyone's telling Chinese people to learn learn English. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I guess the rest of the world, pick one, <laughs> you know? But it seems like it's like, or you're kind of like, you're just not in the mix of like the superpowers, you know? You're still in the mix though. It's like, a, all, all I'm saying is like, it is wild to think that we're all having, dude, we're Tower of Babbling out, man. That's what we're doing, dude. If we're like gearing towards everyone speaks English, dude, you know the Tower of Babel. You know about this? I do. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what it. That's what the myth has to be. Is like, it won't matter. It's too big. English will break up. It kind of already has. You know what I mean? Like, think about like how many industries and like people can't really understand each other, like or how many areas are like unintelligible to people who ostensibly speak the same language. You know, we're kind of Tower of Babeling, man. It's very interesting. Boy, Babylon. I, it strikes me as true. Yeah, man. I feel that. Whoa. Uh, dude, what, let's talk Excel. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This is, looks remember. like a fucking corker, man. Uh, you know, whatever. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I'm not going to read the whole thing or anything. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to try and like, uh, like, what you can see in this exchange that uh, he's like, hey, were you there for this? And I was like, maybe. I don't think so. And then he explains it to me, and now I'm going to present it as like, so this thing that I clearly remember. But I'll like, <laughs> honestly, yeah, honestly, it is true. I do remember. Like, you know, he jogged my memory. Like, it's, it's, that's how it works. We're doing it. This is a podcast. And there's, you know, there's some details that I still need, and I would be appreciative of anyone who can supply them. Okay. Um, you know, if, if I, I'm, 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 pencil, or I'm, I'm penning in the dinner that we're going to have next week. I'm saying that's confirmed and done. Okay. And so I'm sure there'll be, uh, oh, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some boys there that can, uh, I, I know that they'll remember this and probably better than I do. Okay. Um, so maybe we'll come back and have more. But, uh, so, cause I, I know that a couple of the leading details from this, I think have been mentioned. I just said, I know that I think that they've been mentioned on here. Um, I know it's a story that I tell often, and I would assume that if I tell it often, that it would end up on here. Okay. So that that's what I mean by that. Um, so the big senior year stuff was you write 
a 35 page was it 35 for you or 25 yeah, yeah. uh i think they upped it yeah so i was I, doing it i think that yeah ours was 35 but if you wanted to get ap credit then you could turn in i think it was a full 50 okay. and i turned in a 50 that was nancy had handed down rules for the formatting mm-hmm. that to me displayed a very poor understanding of how microsoft excel worked or microsoft word worked uh okay yeah 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 um, but i yeah this was <laughs> this, this was an, an early example of me like <laughs> you know if i correct this misunderstanding yeah. Yeah. it will be bad for me yeah dude. so i will not yeah uh so i turned it in you know fully stretching what she said that we could do uh-huh um and they were like this doesn't meet the requirement but they were just like so you don't get the ap you're like i got an a uh, okay okay so okay it was just okay. a regular rules, rules. Of an apa no one was mad yeah i wasn't but mad. there's no penalty because if i had started out at the beginning being like i don't want to do the ap they would have fucking killed me killed you yeah absolutely so absolutely that so if they're just like you can do the one that you wanted to do all along uh and you get an a on it i'm like yeah yeah awesome Something um, tells me there's more to this. <laughs> well, no, that that's the end of the, the research paper deal. Oh, okay. But so uh, you got the research paper in the fall semester, spring semester. You got a, a speech on the paper. And the speech is accompanied by like a presentation. That's not, I did not do that. You definitely did that. I don't think so. You 100% did that. Really? Yeah. Every year I was there, the entire time I was there, they had presentations. I guess I believe you then. Like the trifold. I remember trifolds. There was no other time the trifolds came in. <coughs> if you remember trifolds, that you remember the presentations. I was there before you, though. That's true. We had trifolds going on. <laughs> we had a matter of for course. days, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I hear you. I might have done a presentation. That's possible. To who, though? To class? Nancy. Okay. Um, for how long? And I, I definitely, Jamie was sitting in... She saw mine and said, we'll get there. You know, yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah. she ends up in this story, believe it or not. Yeah. Well, Jamie fucks with me too. I wrote a whole paper and she's like, you have to write a different one about drugs and how hard they are to stay off. Do you have it? I wish, dude. No, I actually, I'm so, I'm a bundle. Opening line. It is so hard it's to so stay hard, off man. drugs. The title was Laugh Now, Cry Later. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta call the first album that, dude. <laughs> Got to. What are we doing? I uh, know, man. I mean, it's like the thing, like, when we saw the newsletters, you know, like, I immediately recalled the conversation. Like, we saw the headline that was, like, a taste of Excel and, like, the shitty taco recipe. Uh-huh. And I, like, immediately remembered, like, in the yearbook room or what no the i guess it was the newsletter room at the time Mm -hmm. just being like someone being like what do we call the recipe you know and just being like fucking a taste of excel you know it's like (laughs) who fucking cares we're at the cult school like can we just like not get in trouble for failing to produce this thing that we definitely can do like we all have to put our artistic fucking qualms aside we go on because it's Saturday night. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, like, I, I do. So it's like, so then I was, I must have done a presentation because they were on display. Yeah. And I was shadowing a girl's visit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know the story. Yeah, yeah go ahead. dude. And her aunt, 
fucking is a drug researcher. Mm -hmm. And she started clowning my paper. Dude, I was crying later, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. And I remember. I'm sorry that I, a high school senior, don't have a PhD in it. Yeah, dude. Jesus fucking Christ. She was straight up clowning me like, uh, I, maybe she like didn't think her niece should be there and thought the school was a joke or whatever. Like, you know, well, by all respect. means, take that out on me. Yeah, and I was like, I'm right here. You're not just picking up a random kid's yeah. paper. This is mine. You're doing this to my fucking face, and I can't be like, fuck you, bitch, because I'm shadowing the visit. So I just had to take it, and you can see it's still. Let's find her. Upset. I want to, dude. I don't remember her. I know the girl's name. Yeah, uh, she ended up working out. at Excel. I'm just saying. Dude, I know people who know her. We could figure this out. She's actually cool, too, I think. Like, I don't have a beef with the No, no, no. We we can talk to this aunt. (laughs) But all I'm saying, the fucking aunt, she read a sentence where I was like, they make methamphetamine in clandestine drug labs, you know, like SAT Mm -hmm. word. And it's like, yo, there's a word count, man. There's like, I'm trying to fill out the fucking pages. Yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to impress my PhD advisor. But I remember she was like, oh, well, of course they're clandestine. Like, you know, isn't what other kind of meth lab? And I was like, look, lady. like, you I'm know, not saying like, we hunt her down or ruin her life. I, I, I but was. She, I was there, like, a reckoning is required. Like, dude. Bitch, I will get jumpsuited if you read it. A minor reckoning. <laughs> reckoning. <laughs> yeah. A phone call. I mean, that we record yeah. and play on the podcast. <laughs> it's been a while since we had a guest. I think it's time. That's this right. This is mine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so what? 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 what, what so is we this? got these presentations. We yeah, do yeah, have yeah. these presentations. Yeah, we yeah. agree on that. Yeah. And they were always just the trifold thing. And there was. This is uh, now we're wandering into things that Andrew remembers. Where like I'm real shady. Okay. But kind of. I I know that he's right, but I it would be better if he were here telling it. But you know, yeah, yeah. you get what you get, folks. Yeah, um, probably better, maybe factually delivery. Probably you're better. <laughs> I mean, That's I'm not trying to show mic. up, Andrew. <laughs> Much respect. He's a talented, he's a sharp yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, no. I'm sure he'd do fine. Excel kids, I think, disproport. They some of them sucked, but very talented kids. He's definitely not one of the ones that sucked. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so. Uh, I think what you're saying is that one of the uh, presentations, someone's clearly done a lot of work, and it's making the rest of them, it's really drawing into relief how much we mailed these fuckers in. Okay, okay. And so I think that they were due at the end of the day. Okay. <laughs> but ever they're all kind of like set up, you know, throughout the day or whatever, and whenever the big ones unveiled, the... I'm trying to remember who it was, but I'm I'm not gonna get there. I've done too much since then. Okay. Um because like the names are popping in my head, but I know they're not in my class. So they weren't even fucking at but, the school. So the then, vibe so was wrong. like, yo, this paper It's this, making us this look is bad. like the Kendrick Lamar album's about to come out. Definitely. Like, definitely. Just like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. cover art. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Uh and so kids, I think like at lunch or certainly like throughout the day are now trying to do what they can in the limited time they have to oh, get this, shit. to figure it out. Okay. okay. To, you know, try and upgrade. Like, if the most you can do in between classes to close the gap between you and this girl, okay. you're trying to do. Okay. Okay. It's and it, it couldn't have been at lunch because at lunch, Jamie comes in. Shit. And I definitely don't remember this detail. <sighs> I'm just all. thinking, I'm thinking of myself as a kid 
and I'm in, I, you know, I've already explained a little bit in this podcast how much I love to live in scramble mode and you're counting on a lot happening and then Jamie comes in, dude, you're dead. <laughs> like that's got to be the worst feeling, man. And, and you're like, I just need lunch. And then it's just like, guys, like, you're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and it's, it's a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy on that end here because the, it was, uh, I, he says that someone had run away recently. Okay. And so she's coming in and she opens with the way that she so often did the most underhanded trick in the book. Guys, tell me what I'm mad about. Oh, I forgot about that whole attack. Like that <laughs> How approach. How did you forget? I think that's a verbatim thing she would say. Hell yeah. Oh, this is live TV, man. This is like a flashback. <laughs> I yeah. forgot she did that shit. That's how I, that is how I felt reading this oh, with a, a fuck, lot of these details. Man. I like that they were totally buried, but the second he said them, I'm like, "Fuck!" That happened in my life. That's why we do this, man. <laughs> God <Yeah>. damn. <laughs> uh, so she's the audacity of that bitch, man. <laughs> like, what? I can't I believe mean, my parents did it before that. Like, it wasn't the same. It was fucking on on steroids. Her doing it. Yeah, but it's it's a very basic trick. <laughs> I mean. I know the contours of like, yeah, my parents yeah. did that too, but not like that. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she she hits that, and I think it probably was the runaway thing or like some detail related to it. But someone ha is carrying such anxiety about these boards. They stand <laughs> up and they're like, you must be pissed about the boards. Listen, we're really sorry. And she just goes with the flow. She's just Fuck like, yeah, dude. you know what? She's tell, Trump, dude. Tell me more about Absolutely, these boards. Dude. You know what? We do need to launch a full investigation into the boards. And I so clearly remember this phrase. This Fuck. this was the part, the reaction that you just had. This is what I had to what whenever he described how she termed what was going on. Okay. Academic dishonesty. <laughs> okay. The senior class is being is standing accused of academic dishonesty. Okay. Okay. And there was I dig such it. a scramble, dude. This and I mean this was a thing like it, this was the big one, but this was one of the ones that lasted days. Wow. Like that it was you know what? We've been talking about this for three hours. I got some shit to do, but we're not done here. I will be back tomorrow. Fuck and she yes. was. Wow. And the boards, dude. So this I'm just was, like, what was so good about the other board? What was so bad? The boards were never that great, dude. And I it's mean, like, boards. give me the grade, dude. Whatever you grade, you're going to give me. Just give me the fucking grade. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you can't. You can't take a gentleman's C at Excel, though. Yeah. yeah you got to dare to Excel. <laughs> beyond your wildest dreams thank you obviously um yeah and so uh she's she she said this isn't just you did a bad job on the boards this is you're a bunch of dirty liars absolutely and you are not ready to leave yes because if you're a senior a lot of these people are about yeah, to leave yeah and so uh the you know i don't know i don't want to be myopic because i i feel like i'm a pretty minor part of this because it is like they're running through like it's it's pretty much they're going through the senior class of like did you do it 
So this is did your you class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a senior. One so of my boards is up accused there. Accused of academic dishonesty. Well, everyone's being like they're 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 on the witch hunt to find out who did the academic dishonesty. Right, right, right. Okay. And everyone's got to prove whether or not they did it, right. except for the girl who got the top board. Got okay. You know, she's fucking okay. Teflon. Okay. Yeah, obviously. And so the Elizabeth Warren. My the beginning of the project was we you submit three topics and they choose which topic for you that they want you to do. Okay, right, sure. And I my three topics and you're submitting them in order. They picked my third one and then Christy just like was like, yeah, I like what you're saying here. Do it on like this, this, and this. And what she said bore no relationship to the nice. thing I had said. She was making up another topic, but she wasn't talking like she was, but she was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And surprise, surprise, uh, the topic that she wanted me to do it on was just like the content of a class that she was taking. Wow. Like she's doing fucking grad school and she's like, you know what? This stuff's pretty interesting. Okay. How about you just read about all this stuff I've been reading about? What does she think was happening there? I don't know. Like... <sighs> That's she didn't kinda, consult with me. That's like annoying. <laughs> I, I was pretty annoyed. You yeah. know, like it's like with Jamie, you you sometimes it's a little blurry, but it's like you can basically trace what's going on. But was that Christy just being like, I actually know what TC will, this will be better for him. And it was just on her mind and she thought that? I think that's 100% that, yeah. And I, maybe she like read what I wrote and like in her mind that it matched up and I just did a bad job. I mean, dude, that was a fucking... 17, 18 years. At that time, I was 17. Uh, no, we were like very... Decent chance I didn't describe what accurately was in my head. Nah, so there was some communication I mean, I hear on. you, but I feel like we were all pretty decent communicators. That I mean, way. there was a high penalty for not being so, yeah. yeah. exactly. Like, plus we had the best English teacher. But the all... Best. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, all communication is difficult. Misunderstandings happen constantly. I, I'm not inclined to say that she didn't have one. You know, it's whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm very annoyed by it, but I can't quite put my finger on it. I didn't like the whole thing. You know, I mean, like, devoting my fucking time. Although we did get to do them as juniors as well. That was, like, my class was the, the first class that did, like, a little research paper. Okay. And I think I've said this before. I mean, I've certainly in public said that, that, that that's the beginning of my uh, my love of Irish history. I got okay, to do okay. one on Irish history. So if I got to do that one, you know, whatever, dude, I'll take it from there. By the way, big election today. We've been ca yeah. casting, so I haven't been able to see the results. Polling indicated that uh, for the first time in the existence of Northern Ireland, that a, uh, a non-Protestant party was going to pull ahead. Okay, hold on. Northern Ireland... And so that Which was is, created just for like like that's like the British part, yeah, yeah, okay. That they they were like you know we've got a bunch of Protestants they up are here, Protestants. like they they've been a British project over centuries to pack not the British people because you know we wouldn't want to do that to them, but the Scots, uh, you know, they yeah, can fucking have to move. So they've yeah, just been well, packing them into Northern Scots Ireland. Scots are a governable people, dude. I exactly. Mean, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, Braveheart propaganda aside, look at the historical record, my For man. Sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and so fucking it's, you know, that they'd been, they wanted to, you know, make it so that all of, if, if they could have just cleared out Ireland of the Irish, it <laughs> would have been the first choice. They were trying as hard as they could. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the farthest they got in that project was the, well, uh, the, fucking the Ulster counties. Did it, dude. Also, the potatoes did it went a long way. Yeah, uh, you know, Ooh. which like, uh, yeah, what a what an odd coincidence. 
yeah. that this uh, act of nature uh, happened think, to accomplish all of the goals of the British government. You think they were doing it like that? You think they 100%. were? Hundred percent. Really interesting. I mean, like, I don't think that they like made the. I mean, fuck, dude. Who they knows what depths they'll like sink to? In relief. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah, the, fair. you know, the farthest thing from their mind is let's fix this problem. Yeah, I, it's not a problem to them. It's a solution. Yeah, definitely. I've heard so many like weird theories about what that did. You know, I've heard people say like, I believe it's the only country in the entire world that has a smaller population now than it did in 1840. Yeah, there's like more Irish people in America. Yeah, like for sure. I feel like we we should just get Ireland. No, like Israel, kind of. It'd be worse. Why? Because it's good as it is. Oh no, we should just get to have it as like an option. The way all Excel kids should get to use it. Oh as an yeah, to, that we can move there. I mean, it's all not that Irish far people. off. Like there, if you don't have, if if you're just American, like it's yeah. kind of. But as I far mean, as I'm start, I'm USA. I'm I was born here. Yeah, but it's. I think it's like uh, if you have a grandparent. I don't think I do. I think I. I think all grandparents are born here in the good old USA. But it's a pretty permissive policy. It's not like you're an yeah. American if you have one grandparent who's American. Yeah, 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 true, true. And if you if you true. don't fall very, in that, then it's really hard. Like, they're not fucking, like, you know. I think I got great-grandparents. Although, I bet that they're chill about America, but I know if you're, like, Aren't they, like, they don't India. suck any company's dick and, like, not make them pay taxes, like, if they come there? Certainly not how I would describe it, but yeah, yeah, 100%. That, yeah, that's what I thought. I, like, I'm, to be that, honest. Like, the way that Delaware works here. Yeah, not super impressed with Ireland, you know, of the... The governance could be better, but what I'm telling you is that we're on the path. Sinn Féin's fucking people, way up yeah. in the polls. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Interesting, all right, well, good, that's yeah, great. Yeah, so the Northern Ireland was, I mean, you know, whenever they struck for independence, the Britain said... Wait, Sinn Féin is up in the polls in Northern Ireland? That's like if Al-Qaeda, like, ran for Congress, right? Like... No, not. I mean, I understand the point that you're making, but I think you're missing some important distinctions. It's more like fucking Hamas being the ruling party of Palestine. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. That which, you know, makes a lot is more true. sense. That does. That's a much better analogy. <laughs> yeah. No, Sinn Fein wasn't at war with Northern Ireland. You know, they, they were Northern I thought they were like blowing stuff up and stuff. Oh, 100%. Like, but they're at war with the British. You know, right. like they're saying, you get out of our country, and, not your country. But now needs the to British fall. are like, all right, all right, we hear you. Okay. Okay. To some extent. Our fault. Yeah. I mean, if Our Sinn Féin wins mate, it, we were just wanking. The chances of a border poll, I have to think that the math is much better. Dude, I think we'll see a border poll in the next 10 years. I got to tell you, I'm happy for you. Could not care very much for this. What about your grandparents? RIP to them all. Uh, but, you know, they were they loved America, man. You know? Like, they you. loved Ireland. They, they yeah, for sure believe me. I actually feel like prompted by their ghost right now to be like yo <laughs> i think they they'd love be pretty Ireland. excited please st patrick fucking, back. yeah yeah i mean definitely like my grandma got ha, he has the departed card like uh then it's like the irish one though hell yeah it's like uh green did i show it to you it's like the celtic so. cross it's yeah, green. yeah yeah i think you did yeah it's got some saying on it it's cool it's, it says fine. don't don't grieve you know laugh as if i were sitting here with you I was like, all right, all right, man. But uh, yeah, I, I want to be clear. She liked Ireland. <laughs> she had uh, River Dance. Hell yeah. She had that on VHS. I remember that. <laughs> That's our culture, bro. Uh, but it's like, you know, USA all the way for sure.
I'm just saying I I no I don't want to act USA. like I love I, the USA. You took it so seriously at Excel when I went through that phase when I rooted for the Jets. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to think I'm like a hyper partisan Irish guy. I, I've known you for a little bit. I'm aware <laughs> yeah. of where you stand. I, I'm happy for the boys. You Good. know, uh, but, could be a big day. I haven't seen the results. I've been yeah yeah casting yeah. With you. Yeah. Well, feel free. I don't mean to. No, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to take the time to, like, read an article and shit. Oh, okay. I thought it was, like, a quick goog, you know. Yeah, if it were America, it would be, but, like, fucking, you know. Gotcha. I tried my best to keep tabs over there, but it's not the easiest. It's not a country I live in. True. True. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's how I feel, dude. <laughs> but anyways, so I got to do the Northern Ireland paper. Or it was yeah, just yeah. an Ireland paper. It was on the, the independent struggle, Easter rising to uh, signing of the treaty, more or less. Okay, cool, cool. Didn't really get into the Civil War. Okay. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that, that, that's what I've done junior year. Senior year, uh, it ended up being, and I, I remember I've told you a story before because you had heard some of these names and you were like, you should have written about them. They're great. Uh, which, you know, is probably true, but whatever. Uh, Lawrence Foucault, is that? Huh? Is Foucault, is Michel Foucault is like the philosopher, right? That's not my guy, though. But I think that Lawrence Foucault is a guy also, but it's okay. been a long time, so I could be wrong. That one, I, I'm pretty sure about the Lawrence, the last name was French sounding, but I could have been wrong. The huh. one I'm positive that she was like, you got to write about this guy, uh, is uh, Jean-Jacques Piaget. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Childhood development. All right, but She cool, was cool. like, you got to talk about development. Got to. And All so right. the paper is on development. Okay, the, the huge, very important topic. It's a big topic. It's hot these days, dude. Development? I remember a couple takeaways. The The one thing that like stood out to me, and I didn't really like sports at this time, but uh, this was kind of when I was sort of getting into it. But I never liked kids' sports. Like, still to this day, when I think about the participation in kids' sports, I'm like, that was bad. What? Wait, what? When I was... You didn't like playing sports? No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, why would I, dude? Um, but they what? were like... Uh, I don't mean to rabbit hole that. Piaget said that uh, this is a, a real crucial thing because you're learning rules rules interesting yeah, yeah. you kind of understanding hierarchies how things fit together i was about to say i was gonna ask you what sports you played that you didn't like because all of them i didn't like my i liked diving because it was solo and there were there was like a it's just that i'm not good at trying it. to do like i prefer to compete in areas where i feel like i have a chance to win yeah i hear you play to your strengths getting my fucking skull crushed in in baseball every time is not fun yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard that, man. I mean, I like watching it. I like baseball a lot, as you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I was wondering, like, uh, you know, what you played, because it could have been just you didn't find a sport that you liked, because... I mean, know. I played... I, like... My parents, maybe they had read the fucking relevant research, but uh, <laughs> they, they felt that this was a very important thing, so I didn't really have a choice. Yeah, I uh, remember when I told... I was like, I don't want to play baseball anymore, and my parents were like, okay, and I remember being, like, blown away. Like, yeah. I thought it was going to be a huge fight. Yeah, no, I did that, and it was, you know. Oh, really? <laughs> or, uh, I mean, like, kind of. I, I remember my, my friend Austin, who uh, was, like, my best friend growing up, he was on the team, and he did a thing, like, where he was uh, staging a sit-in where they'd just be like, we're going, and he'd be like, I'm not leaving. Yeah. You can drag me out of the house if you want to try, but like, how far do you think this is going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then you're so going to do that at the game, too. At that point, know? they did drop it. 
Uh, and I think that by the time, I think when he was out, it was kind of like, okay, well. If he's out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of Rosa Parks for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. He actually did sit in. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he, uh, yeah, so I, I, I mean, it was, we just, I did soccer when I was a kid, did baseball. I played football in uh, middle school. Uh, I played lacrosse in middle school. But like, always team sports. Basketball, they had the good sense to look at it and be like, okay, this would just be cruel. Oh, really? Like, oh, because you were small. I'm thinking now, post up, bro. Well, that, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's a level of coordination that I could not ever hope to aspire to. Okay. Like, I, we had a hoop, like, and I would go out every day and shoot a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. I was, I mean, I was probably at Excel before it went in the hoop. <laughs> Okay. I mean, the baseball, this is a thing that I've, I've talked about on the ticket before, so it's, it's been referenced. Uh, if I got a hit, I don't recall it. <laughs> there was a couple walks. There was a hit by pitch. Damn. I mean, I, I do. I can relate because I was, like, young for my grade uh, and small. So when I played baseball, when I learned that you could walk, like, if they don't throw yeah, you strikes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like you could crouch and make it even harder. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Yo, I'm fucking walking every time." I walked a whole season. Like yeah. I was just like, "I get on base, dude. What do you want?" Like I'm not. I didn't a, I'm not really want to be on base. It's I would like to be back in the dugout. It'd be more fun. I can talk. Like, I, dude, in the I dugout, we get to talk to dude. Austin. I was just like, "Let me steal bases, dude." All I wanted. Once we started being allowed to steal bases, there was like a limit. I mean, the cool thing about me is I was small, but I was also slow. <laughs> That wasn't super. I just like the idea of fucking around. I don't know. Like you could only steal. Like, I didn't like the idea of any part of it. Like my I, favorite part was being in the dugout and then leaving. Oh man. I mean, that's what I'm trying. Like I do relate because I didn't fully like it, but like I tried my best, but I never quite got it right. So it was always like I was like people would be like, "What are you gonna walk again?" I'd be like, "Yeah, probably." I'm trying to do my part. Like, yeah. <laughs> And then when I found out about bunting, dude, yeah, oh my no, God, I was on. excited about it. I was bunting, bunting everything. And then I, my next door neighbor was on like the best team in our league and it wasn't my team. Mm -hmm. And I remember we were just hanging out like, and it was kind of like, yeah, we're, we're playing tomorrow. You know, like, are we going to be, are we still, are we boys? Like, you know, like, is it on, you know? And it was obviously like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to win. I won't really respect you if you don't, you know, but it was like, you know, just between us, like, I, I think I got something y'all aren't really going to be ready for. <laughs> I was like, do you even know about bunting? <laughs> so, like, so we have the game, right? I get up to bat. Whole fucking team scoots, dude. They, God damn it, dude. You, that, you earned that. <laughs> like, you you like, should have God it. damn it, dude. You should have fucking bunted anyway. Got on fucking base, dude. Oh, yep. nice, <laughs> nice, problem, nice. Dude. Yeah, no, never overestimate <laughs> the fielding ability of fucking eight year olds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I took swim lessons. It was never like a, as a sports thing. Was, so I, I, I'm trying to think of if I did in the individual. I mean, I recall going to a gymnastics practice at some point, but that I was probably so like much. you know four year old, five year old soccer era. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, I. It seemed like they had less of a concept of this is a thing that we want him to do. It was yeah. more like a let's try this because like the baseball, like my dad likes baseball. He was the he was the coach of the yeah, team. Yeah, okay. So you know, I I think it was very much like a I know this is great. He's definitely going to love it if I force him to do it more. <laughs> yeah, okay. Whereas that was not the case in gymnastics. Oh um, yeah, yeah. 
but uh but yeah so that was Jean-Jacques Piaget, one of his big big deals is uh gotta get the kids in sports that teaches them rules to learn rules that yeah sucks, which man. i yeah i mean i mean i guess it's good to learn rules you do need to understand the yeah. concept in, if you're going to not follow them you have to understand them better than if you're going to follow them you know my saying on this maybe not this mm -hmm. is a say i've had it in the pocket for a minute okay let me hit you with it i'm excited rules are risks when you think about <laughs> that one I don't it know. works on many levels because it's like the only reason rules exist are to mitigate risks. Mm -hmm. Like that's why we come up with rules, one way or another. It's always so in response it's, to you a kind of say they're risk. not risks. Well, they're responses to risks, and you can kind of see the risk beneath them once you know to look for them. Like, what's it's the a, risk yeah, of running a stop sign? You know what I mean? It's like, certainly why, the common thing at Excel. You know, is every rule. Yeah, there's like a, a kid attached to it. A kid that could die. <laughs> like that's all, the ultimate yeah. risk yeah uh but it's also obviously rules a description of a rule is a description of like a risk like it's just like a very specific description of a very specific kind of risk in your world like when someone's like hey the rule is x what they're saying is the people that enforce the rule if you do a thing that they perceive as x and they catch you that is your risk like the penalty that i'm describing like and they enforce it you know what i mean so that's the risk of the rule. But also, there's a risk to following the rule. You know, and there's a cost to the rule. Otherwise, it would just be like, do the right thing. You know what I mean? But you made the rule to curtail some sort of instinct that wasn't mitigating risk enough. But there could be a situation where you want more of that instinct than the rule allows. Therefore, the rule is imposing a risk. You know what I mean? So it's just like, rules are risks, man. You're like, one way or another, I think it's a good way to think about them. They're risky to follow, they're risky to break, and they're risky not to have. But, you know, you, you're never actually losing the risk. You're just kind of like transmogrifying it. Yeah. Anyway, that's my soliloquy on rules. Thank you for the, the space for that. No, I, I like it. Thank you. I have been thinking about that one for years. Years? Yeah. I've, I've never busted it out. <laughs> I've never had the opportunity. Glad we had the space. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, the paper's on development. Yeah, yeah. And. What was your other thing that you got from him? Besides, you said you got two. I think I said I only got one. Oh, okay, my fault. I'm pretty my sure fault. I only got one. All right. <laughs> I mean, there was a couple. There was a couple, but I don't. That was the one that's standing out right now. Okay. Um. Yeah, not, nothing else. Uh, I'm getting like uh, vague. I'm not, there's no way it's going to turn into words I can share on a podcast that makes sense. All right, so fair, fair, fair. You got what you got. All right, yeah. Um, right, yeah, we got a whole story going here. So I, I think that you probably are by now aware that I am the most special boy. For sure. And I, in my mind, needed a project that fully reflected this. Naturally. And all of them are just these, uh, these tri-panel things <laughs> so okay. like what they do whenever you're getting the project is they're like if you need some photos printed off like let us know we'll print off some photos for you do whatever okay i'm um, starting to see how different there could be varying quality now and but the tough thing is that you really can't have that much varying quality and that that was the the real stricture that i was feeling because everything's just going to be these fucking tri-panel things Oh, yeah. I was thinking, like, some kids don't get their photos printed. You know, they never ask. And then, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, so. no, that that's at the heart of the scandal that we're talking about. That's certainly there. You know, the, yeah, that they're they just ask for shitty photos or like you know whatever. They yeah, just, Jay, it's an easy thing for J- idiot Jamie to rather than being like that's not what John Piaget said. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, why don't you have more pictures? You know, or like some shit like that. Anyway, you you could look at a try panel thing and feel like someone put work into it or didn't. For sure, know? for sure, for sure. Um, and so on mine. I wanted, I wanted someone to look at it and be like, "How the fuck did he get there from a tri panel?" That is blowing my goddamn it must be mind. An optical illusion or something. So what I did was, I cut up the tri panel. Fuck. And I, uh, I made because it's a development thing. I made a set of stairs. Nice. Wow. Okay. And so, like on each stair, it's like you know the stage of development. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. And. Uh, <laughs> The real big problem here is that they're not giving us any good glue. Okay. I okay. think you can put together why they're yeah, holding yeah, back the good glue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that you say it. Yeah. And the cardboard is simply heavier than I anticipated. Okay. I'm a fucking high school senior. I'm not an engineer. Okay. Uh, and so this baby is just not holding together. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Some I'm, sort of metaphor there. I'm trying to remember the exact sequence of these things there's a chance i've got this wrong no but <laughs> but i i think how it went was i turn in the thing i've got it so that it is together and i know it's like barely together because i've got fucking elmer's glue and thick cardboard yeah, yeah, yeah. but i've turned in a set of stairs okay. i was given a tri-panel thing and yeah. what i've given you back is a set of goddamn I feel like this stairs. Is a, this is a bar exam question about the state of goods on delivery versus what's reasonable or some shit. And so I set it up, <laughs> and okay. it's you know the, all of them are throughout the school. You're st- all the trifolds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course, like they're yeah, all yeah, up yeah. there in the school. And so just so, as people are going into class, these fucking assholes are oh, knocking into it. Oh, that's very upsetting. And so by the time Jamie comes in oh, no. and is doing this fucking tribunal where everyone's, uh, you know, being tried for academic dishonesty. Yeah. And she's like, what did you come up with? And I'm just holding up oh. these fucking pieces <laughs> of... pathetic. <laughs> oh, it's not even together at all? It's not pieces. even close. <laughs> it's pieces? People have been I'm knocking into it. Just some limp-ass stairs. You're, you got... You it doesn't even fold. Cut out cardboard. You got you got chunks, dude. <laughs> you got some chunks of cardboard, and the I would like. What is Jamie even thinking at that? You're just like yeah, that's so pathetic, dude. It's like everyone has trifolds, and you're literally. It's like you're offering up like an. You're like an orphan begging for alms or something like when she sees it she's furious she's like, this is all i have i'm sorry because i'm i'm one of like the guys i'm one of you know she's got two guys in this class as far as carrying the weight of making sure that we can suck in other parents and their money yeah. by being like one day your son can be like this he can have these sat he scores he can have this fucking board yeah <laughs> and so i'm i'm her fucking meal ticket and uh i'm i'm turning i'm just Shit, holding up some pieces and she begins furious and i would say like if you if i thought for a while about like what's the best 
thing at Excel? Like what's the best part of Excel? Like from that experience, like what do you treasure the most? And I would say, you know, maybe my answer changes based on the day, but today the answer is the fucking people that were willing to stand up and be like, you know what? He had an amazing board until all those people knocked him out. <laughs> and some people, they did it for me. Dude. Wow. They really you gotta, did. You got to love that, actually. Because I've seen nice... that go bad so many times yep. when they're like, yep. you know, fuck. They, they're, they're trying to make a point on a kid and you're getting in the way of it. And like, I'll teach you to ever yeah. fucking get in the way of me again. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there were kids that were like, and I've... I, I would love to I mean we're definitely gonna have this conversation in a week. I think it's I think I, both of the kids who I pictured. Yeah, yep. I, I think that's who it was. I, that's exactly I not obviously I only know one of them, but that's who I pictured. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh for sure. It was like, you know, Jamie, he had beautiful stairs. Yeah. Definitely. Uh and so I think where she that's fell awesome, down man. on it was all right, you have an extension. <laughs> okay and okay. so my parents were coming that weekend oh shit and i spent the like because i was off campus i got to have the good glue <laughs> <laughs> and so like we were just raiding office depot for that fucking what is it liquid cement yeah shit. that liquid cement damn and i was fucking triple reinforcing this cruising, so dude. my entire visit like, yo jamie take a spin walk <laughs> up these <laughs> <laughs> my entire visit just reconstructing this fucking board that's like so because i almost like i'm like your parents didn't think that was a little weird but i'm like no for, for they, it's like at that they point blown past so exactly, many red flags for to sure. get to here my parents wouldn't have batted an eye yeah they were like, just like <laughs> hell yeah glad we could help with yeah, this yeah 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 i mean i'm it's sure good to, to see you so engaged yeah to my mom like helping with class projects like that's, that's what she got dream. into this for yeah yeah for sure and so the fact a little that little more like, of that maybe you could have easily yeah. if i had been engaged with her on class projects i Jeez. never would have been there. i'm just picturing being in high school doing class projects with your mom i'm like i have to beat you up dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's how i feel yeah. but that's not what that's not the reality know, like, she wanted to live in yeah, and yeah. after fucking holding me at gunpoint for four years yeah, she yeah. got her wish they get it dude they definitely i put on ymca and dance <laughs> yes dude. They, dude. they get it they get it all don draper this is what the money's for yeah 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 exactly <laughs> dude um i'm not sure i'm using that exactly as don did but you know what i mean i i thought you were going somewhere way different like uh i was like I thought I don't know. I was like, I'm not me. Like he's saying, yeah, that's what the money's for. A different one, but like I've quoted that today. Is what the money's for? Uh, yeah, I, well, I think he's saying so. Peggy's mad because he's not being nice to her. Yeah, and he's and saying he's like, I am being nice. I pay for. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so but, I'm not saying that they're saying like uh, that by by paying the school they're being nice to the school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that the, the you know the the goal of paying the school is to make it so that we can finally have back some of those memories of working on class projects together. For sure, dude. That's absolutely. My parents were pretty explicit about that. Like they were like we liked you better when you weren't so upset all the time and we'd like that version of you back and yeah. we're going to pay some people and get it. You know. Yeah, they would never say out loud that we're going to pay some people and get it, but they did pay them yeah so they, they got a i was able to it. put two and two together yeah 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 Yeah. i mean you know i can't blame him i was a delightful kid what can i say but yeah so i i i in in the tribunal the the verdict for me was extension that i then turned into like the visit and so like i got out okay 
Yeah, yeah, nice. And at that point, you know, I mean, listen, as she's turning to me, I am terrified. But I think that I had some understanding that the scholarship is going to get me out of here regardless of what goes on. I had just watched them do a similar thing to another kid where they were like, your scholarship will be there in a year. And he was like, you don't understand. It won't be. And they were like, we don't care because we can convince your parents that it is true. And they did. And it wasn't. He was right. They lost them that scholarship. Nice. <laughs> Not nice. Pretty tight. <laughs> um, and, uh, but, you know, like I, I was just in a lot like i'd been there a lot longer than him i was not in trouble as often as he was although during this time we were in the corner together uh okay. for the it was for all the stuff i talked about before about like uh the kid got mad because i said that he probably didn't need a boat license yes 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 of course all those sorts of things yeah 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 um and uh yeah so i i could tell that that was different and like you know not trying to one of him we're just talking about a little more money yeah you know yeah yeah uh i mean like whatever i i've i've been sufficiently cocky i can't think anyone will think less of me if i just say it the university of dallas was willing to pay forty four thousand dollars over the course of the four years it's a lot and i can't imagine someone saying like let's just leave that on the table because he didn't do his board right (laughs) yeah yeah um i uh, i hear you it's harder than you are giving it credit for to say to stick with that though you know what i mean like, i mean like i said in the moment i was terrified yeah 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 exactly it's but like, i can pretty quickly get to like i i mean i hadn't seen them too many times like the kids i was graduating with kind of broke the mold for what is conceptually how long we can keep someone here for yeah yeah but they were with me so at that time the mold had not been broken yeah. Like, if you put in your good time and you act right and you graduate, like, every previous example of I'd seen of that, you got to leave. Yeah, not me. Well, I mean, like, even you, did, you weren't there longer than I was. Like, we were there about the same time in the end, you know? Like, yeah, I understand yeah, you're saying the graduating yeah, yeah, part yeah, and everything, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I, like, you know, someone be there for nearly four whole years and it's pretty buck wild yeah and, yeah and act right and everything like they weren't gonna like there's no way it was turning into like you know for some people it did turn into fucking seven and eight i know man. but like at that time it hadn't really happened i mean like See, there was the one example but like he had come in like much younger and he did get to leave when he graduated so in that example aside like i i definitely like when you put it that way it's weird to think about because i remember when I was there, you know, it was still early-ish for you, but like, especially as, after I'd been there a while or when I was getting closer to leaving, looking at some of those kids that did end up staying a while, and I don't think they were the full record setters, but they were like, they're in the, the, they're in the hall, dude. Uh, like even Robbie got to leave after like four years. See, yeah, Rob was an interesting case. And I mean, he was like 20 by then. Yeah, so that's what but made it weird. But he did get to leave after four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, well, the, then the college program and then the, like, working for the school and, like, the, so many things blurred, like, with parents. Yeah, kind just of the, like, I mean, you know, obviously, I guess, it, I just wouldn't have counted, like, I, I don't, I can't remember what the policy is on saying the math teacher's name, but uh, it, it felt different. It didn't feel like he'd oh. been there for X amount, like, 
And I wasn't like being offered the job of math teacher, you know, like they yeah. weren't taking me off campus to like live with their family. Like that had never been discussed. I'd never been to their, I've, I've never been to their house. Yeah. You're lucky with that. You don't so want that, it just wasn't, I wasn't on that path. And I, I, I just felt like, you know, that I it felt pretty certain in my mind that I was yeah, leaving. Yeah, I, I was yeah, going to need to be careful reasonable. around this situation. Yeah, for sure. But well, like, also if you are right, you have to be careful while you're still there. Cause that, they kind of, if you're right, they, they kind of sense that too. And then it's a weird thing, you know, because you can never be like, well, actually, I don't think my parents will back you on this. You know what I mean? Like, while you're still there, you kind of got to like, I don't know, dude, this shit sucks. I hate how, I hate it, dude. I'm still dealing with going to the campus. I It's coming up. Yeah. It really pisses me off having to fucking when I think back to being like, I had to spend my whole life just like in orbit around this moron and like fully just like take who I was and what I was feeling and just like compact it into for literal nothingness, like into an idea and then be like, we'll get back to you. Because the, everything else about your existence, when called for, you have to be ready to make this woman believe that you like kind of like, if you don't love her, you respect her. And you better not try to like, you better not make her realize that you don't love her. You know, like I was never like able to exude the oxytocin that they wanted from me. And I think when they found kids that wanted to do that for them more and that were able to do it, that's when I would, I, they were happy to just, have me take the SAT. Yeah. Like that was, they realized that was my better value. For and them. thank God. Absolutely. Yeah. But it like still, I spent a lot more time directly around them, I think, than you did. Yeah. And I definitely like realized that was a, brought a lot of privileges, but it's so fucking humiliating and demeaning to like just stifle yourself like that and like to smile at her stupid jokes and to like agree with that, whatever fucking inanity she's saying, like is, oh my God, I don't, I don't know, man. It's like, I don't think it ever goes away. Like, it just like hits you at weird, surprising times. But I st I'll never get over it. I, well, I don't want to say, God can do anything and I'll die eventually, but I feel like that's a really fucking, it's a hard thing to get over. Yeah, whenever we, I mean, you know, we, we went there, we broke, casted about it on tuesday and i don't i don't know that i like can like describe a lot I, I can't talk about this experience for a long time i don't really have the words i didn't even know like there was no words i was thinking you know yeah but uh the following friday i was driving izzy home and uh just like something hit and like i just i just started crying like i was wow. you know like i was just in the car it's not like like she you know whenever we're driving <coughs> the car she usually doesn't talk that much mm-hmm like, you know, I more or less could have forgotten that she was back there. So I was essentially by myself. Yeah, wow. Was just like fucking, I, I don't, I didn't really like know what I was crying about, but like it was that, you know, like it was, it was right. that I was, I was recalling uh, driving 75 coming home the first time I had a home visit. Wow. And like how fucking, you know, just how amazing it felt to be free. 
and like i don't know dude like on the like all those things like it's so bittersweet whenever i remember positive memories of the place like and in some ways because of like the it sucks that anything good there was good but this one's not even that like because i was out you know like Mm -hmm. i was i was going home like not permanently but like i was headed home Mm -hmm. and like so it's like but just like i just feel pity for myself that i was so happy like it, a normal good childhood doesn't include that level of joy that you're just at your house. I thought I thought that when you said that now and didn't say it. Like I was like, you can't say that to TC right now because it, it, it is the same bitter. I was like, he's before you recall the bitter part. I was like, that sounds like a good memory for him. Don't infect it with your own fucking yeah, but I mean, like it is a good it. memory, but like I was, fe- I agree, you know, man. I was, I was feeling the fucking Koyana Scotty like is good and bad fully both at the same time. Like, yeah, man, for sure, dude. It's not one of those things. It's both of them, and it's it's all of both of them. I know, man. And then it does. I guess, dude. I I actually do believe life is good, all of it, and God can redeem a lot more than what we've been through. So. It shouldn't surprise me or even make me upset when it happens, but it still does, dude. I would fight God's grace kicking and screaming all the time. And that includes like being like, no, stop making me like feel good at all. You know, I don't know. I like resist it even. Like, uh, I don't want to give them any of that, but it like, I don't know. When you see it, you can't like force yourself to unsee it. And usually that's for a bad thing. But it's also for, I don't know, like, even if, I don't know, I don't mean to step on your anecdote either. No, dude. I mean, but we're, having, I feel a, like it's we're having a discussion. Yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, I feel like it's ultimately, I like where my life has ended up. I like the person that I've become. That includes having gone through that. Like, I, I do make mistakes, but I, it's been a long journey to even be able to say that and not immediately feel like a liar like all i had to do this time was be like well i do make mistakes you know rather than like feeling in my core when i say i like myself i never used to say that at all uh i don't know i feel like uh i don't know i i also had that feeling of like you feel emotions of it and you don't know why but it's because of the place especially after we went there i kind of like started talking about this too but i i it's like the place is so small and the way the new buildings are make it seem more enclosed too, which I think doesn't yeah. help. Yeah. Uh, and just like the smallness of it and just being like, this is all we had. But it's like, and that means like, it's just like we were just a bunch of people on this like little plot of land that we walked back and forth all day and then got tormented by like the people who, because of that crazy, like weird historical context, like were in that position and they were really shitty about it and like i i love i can't i like love everyone that went to excel and then i have like deep personal love for like the people that i had close ties with uh and then you know obviously everyone that i've reconnected with is like a another connection on top of that and so like we were on the campus man and i just kept seeing like not even kids I recognize, but just like a group of Excel kids in my kind of mind's eye walking around. And just like, sometimes when I, depending, we weren't even there that long, but it was like, I saw like kids kind of like joking, roughhousing, like, or like somberly walking to the lodge, knowing like it's life skills, you know what I mean? And it's just like, 
everything happened. It was all on that same plot of land. And it sucks, man. The place sucks. But then I'm like, this is all, whatever, like, these are the people that I was with. And now it's like, I have to like, like, it's like so annoying. Like you, like all of my memories of Parker are there. And then like a few off-campus visits that I went with, with him and his family. You went off campus with his family? On two Thanksgivings, bro. It's a wow. fucking, like, Ryan's Steakhouse. Now that you're saying it, I do recall that there were instances of kids going off campus with shadows for Thanksgiving specifically. But I don't, they definitely weren't doing that at the end of my, my time. They stopped that at some point. Yeah, I mean, Parker was such a, like, special case, I think. Like, I think the because way his parents him. were so great. Like, I think that they just they felt like great. saying yes to they're, his parents. They're really great people. Yeah. And they liked me a lot. And I think they, like, I probably shadowed 10 of his visits, dude. Like, we got along very well. That's, like, I I just, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. What a fucking gift to you that you got to, you know, like. I love, yeah, his parents are awesome, man. That's I a treasure, grieve man. grieve for them, you know, like, you know, since their son died. Absolutely. They didn't do anything wrong, man. They're, like, the exact kind of people I think about when you start thinking, like, Given this what, what situation, I don't really want to disagree, but I, in my heart, I do. I don't think they did anything wrong. I think it's just they didn't know what better to do. Like, I sat with them in many, many fucking meetings and all this shit. They were, like, I don't know. I get, I'm, I'm, I'm bracing this because I really do, like, this is, like, one of the central questions I'm struggling with. And I don't even feel like I'm struggling with that much because I feel a certain amount of conviction about where my answer is. Yeah. But, like, I think it's one of the key questions that we're facing up against of, like, how does one end up in this situation? Because, like, when I was there, I was, like, fully convicted, like, just some people are born different, man. Uh, because in the main evidence for that was my parents had two kids and they turned out differently, you know? <laughs> so like you would presume that they were doing the same things, but like the, the um, more I look at it, yeah. like it's clear, that, you know, I think that we both believe that they were not doing the same things. Like you, you treat one kid differently than the other. Like, you know, yeah, you yeah, obviously it's a family system and yeah. it affects different kids differently. Yeah. 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 And like, uh, you know, the, I'm already ready to walk back what I said about Parker's parents. Each, that's where each people, well, I thought, you know, I mean, this is, this is one of the key things. So I do, want to yeah, explore no, it fully I, I, I don't i don't want to just you know like i want to i don't mean to cut you show off all of our work yeah yeah you're making uh, a good point but like uh fucking you know like so i i i i don't think that i any longer believe uh that like some folks are just born bad i think that like you know the way that you're like it's a mix of everything the way you receive things is definitely colored by what your brain chemistry is right uh and so it's a complex system you know it's some of both but like I don't think that you can end up at Excel if your parents did everything right. Now, kind of what you were saying earlier of like, who knows how to do everything right and can you blame them for that? No one knows how to do everything right. And of course you can't blame them for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so I'm not saying like that, uh, you know, it's their, I mean, like ultimately what I think I do believe is that nothing is anyone's fault. Like we're all doing our best and under very difficult circumstances, it's a harsh, violent world. It is fucking full of beauty, you know, like I'm I, with you. Uh, but like, sure. uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So no, like, I mean, uh, sorry, can I just do one more? Yeah, it's of course. A little bit. I just, I was, I was, uh, I was on Reddit. I went to r slash confessions. I've been trying to get into r slash confessions. Okay. It's a great premise. Uh, the results have been pretty fucking mixed. Some of these I don't definitely like aren't confessions. I subreddits. You got to go niche. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, if it's just like a place where we're fucking saying the bad shit that we've done that we're ashamed of, some of them are what I'm looking for. But for sure, for sure, some of them. But then the threads are not good because there's too many. Definitely not doing the threads. Got it. Got it. Got Uh, it. I like threads. I like to get in a thread, dude. I just think that like conceptually trying to. Like, you're just talking about so many authors then, and the idea that, like, a large proportion of them aren't going to be total fucking morons. I don't know. You're kind of hard. You're fighting the odds there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. And it's like a highly specific thread where they're all like, here's my variation on it, you know, and you're like, you learn about the subculture. Yeah, there's been a couple of threads that that I've been like, there's there's several different people in here bringing value, but it's pretty rare in my experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, But there was one... Where uh, in one of the one of the big rules of our confessions is, and I understand the point of this rule, and I feel this way in general about Reddit. Don't say that it's fake. It might be fake. It might not be. We're not here to fucking like. Oh, so you don't mind if a little creative writing? You're here. Just I would to prefer it. for every single thing to be true, but like crazy things happen in life and also people make up mundane things like you don't know whether or not it's fake See, most of the time that's funny because when you said confessions like there there you may know this there is another subreddit called slutty confessions i Do don't you know, know that, about but i'm gonna speak i know i'm it's, spending the next couple. well i'll tell you uh it is kind of what you would think but reading it you're just like which dude wrote this? Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. what specific kind of dude writes this? Like, it's it. You will not get an erection. It's like, or maybe you will, but I probably let, won't. let me kill it for you. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, <laughs> yeah. who actually wrote this, dude? You know, like, in no way. I just don't believe it. Obviously, some of that's going on, but like, if I'm if I'm given the opportunity, like, if if the person is sufficiently good at what they're doing uh to give me the opportunity to want to believe that like this thing actually happened i'm happy to take it like what does benefit me to be like "Mm, dumb fake but uh close the fucking tab man. sometimes they don't give me the option and uh i was reading through r slash confessions and it was a dude who was like you know i'm i'm an old man now but when i was young i had some shit happen we had we had a son and he was just, you know those movies about bad kids? I think I fucking have read this one, man. Have you? It's like ringing a bell. I mean, I go off. I, like, I've, I've, I don't remember any of the details except I do remember being like fake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the ways in which I would say it's a little bit of a tip to me, that because he was like, you know that movie, What About Kevin? That was basically it. <laughs> and... How many fucking 80-year-olds do you know that saw fucking What About Kevin? Well, if you have a crazy kid, you probably fucking watch all the movies. I guess. I My grandparents at that point did not know what movies were coming out. Okay? True, true. Uh, and you would have thought there was a movie from when he was young. Like, I would have been like, yeah. did you ever see The Good Son? It's like that. Yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? There you like, go. Yeah. Um, but so I just, I just don't think, like, there was a lot of things that made it exceedingly clear. They were just really bad at faking it. It was super fucking fake. Yeah. Uh, no, it but, freaked me out at first when it was like, yo, he kicked down the door and like tried to kill my wife and stuff. Like, is that the one? Like, he's. I've read other ones that were like that. Shit. This he attacked. They had another child. He was going yes. to the other child. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, but the 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 key reason I I believe that it's fake is I don't think that that happens. I don't think that there are what about Kevin's like, and I've, I've like, there was a, a fucking, I think it was like we NPR or something. We would know. 
like I there was an, there was an article that was just like you know here's a collection of stories of parents who like think that they're living with sociopaths and they're here's like a what do I do bad parents yes yeah. that's what I think I think that the fucking journalist goes to the house yep. like trying to write this story and that like they're inclined to believe these parents who have done things that like because with me like. For bad parents, by bad parents. I know that uh, the people around me, whenever I was growing up, like my friends' parents were not looking in being like, look at those people just abuse the shit out of that kid. I know that they were not. And I'm not really right, here okay. to say that I was like being abused the shit out of in like a traditional understanding. Yeah. But they had qualities that impacted on me in ways that strongly affected me and continue to to this day. Right. And like, it's not necessarily stuff that shows up like they didn't fucking hit me, you know, like they sure. just told me to clean my room a lot in ways that like fucking really got to me, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and whenever you say it like that, it's like, look at this fucking pussy. And like, yeah, dude, I probably am. But like, however, like I so. today I've dealt with things that fucking I can look back and be like, because I was not like given, you know, the chance to fucking chart my own path here. Like, I'm dealing with a situation where, like, I'm not able to react to this stuff in normal ways. Like, people are giving me very normal feedback that I cannot handle. And it's having a real effect on, like, my fucking, you know, working life and thus just my life. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. uh, And so, you know, I, I, so I'm not sure that, like, the things that I think are like, and, you know, I, think it's like i like i said about parker's parents like they didn't know dude like they didn't understand like if they if they had had a full understanding they wouldn't have done it you know like if they were like we're we're wrecking him for life they they didn't want to wreck me for life they just wanted me to have fucking you know that's what i mean they didn't do anything wrong it's not like they were like fuck this kid or whatever you know what i mean like i don't i do believe what you're saying wholeheartedly that but their actions did have consequences yes and the unfortunate or maybe fortunate thing I that at least I believe is you never actually know another person's heart enough to know like, but I do think we all have moments where you're confronted with the choice to do the right thing or the wrong thing and where the choice is clear, but you can fail. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, and I think we all have them and I think we all fail. And the, the real test is like, do you learn the next time you know, and obviously I've said, I think that's where sin starts is like when you, you fail again, you fail worse rather than failing better. Yeah. But like, uh, I don't know what Parker's parents moments like that were, but of course they had them. Like yeah. We all do, but I didn't see them demonstrate that they failed those tests any more than any other Excel parent, less than a lot of other ones. And, you know, same with just the regular spectrum of humanity, you know? So it's like, it's, they don't deserve a dead kid, I guess, is what I'm, any more than any other parent. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't think any parent does, but, you know, there are parents yeah, who are like, I, Yo, I what did I, you I definitely think was going to happen? A dead you know kid. what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I, and I didn't think you thought that, but, yeah, yeah. like... Uh, I don't know, man. They're good. I mean, They're I just, nice people. I, I really wish he wasn't dead. You know? Yeah, me too. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, I soon tell. He also had issues like, I'm not saying, you know, he was beyond help. I don't think that's true. That's one of my issues with Excel specifically yeah. is how much they fucked up they had, know, their responsibility. They had as good a chance as anyone to save that kid's life. That's what they accepted the money to do. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. He's dead. 
you can if you take money for cancer treatment but you're you're not giving it and, and you, oh by the way in the course of him fucking die. you know of the, the saving life during that part they fucking waved cocaine under his nose. They cut it into the fucking letter of his name, dude. Yeah, and Jesus really, Christ, the, the, I can't believe I saw that shit, bro. I, I've been thinking about that since we went more. I have a new take on that too. And like, like in the and, moment, it was like this is a life skills. Like they were all crazy to me. Like on yes. some level, it was like this is like if you ask me to say what's the craziest one, obviously it's this. But like it's. That's not my craziest one, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's my craziest great. one is wake us up in the middle of the night and make us chant, I will follow the rules. <laughs> <laughs> like two in the morning. God, fucking scene from the movie right I, there. Yeah. I still remember this one kid like just losing it. Cause you know, what'd like, you do after that? Well, I followed the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this kid, you know how like words sound weird when you repeat them too much? Definitely. It's like, I will follow the rules. Like <laughs> yeah. he was just like doing yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Like I was like, chill, bro. Uh, anyway, bro, I didn't mean to cut you off. That was a weird life skills. I, it upset me more thinking about it. I got, it, it, I love to get angry in new ways about old events. I feel like it's only gone one way over time is kind of what I was saying. More and more upsetting. Yeah, like at yeah, the time, the first, like every single, like, you know, that happened. I, I'm pretty sure the kid that got there got there in February. I remember, like, it stands out to me for some reason. I'm fairly, I'm 98% certain that that happened in February of 2002, the, that life skills. And I Respect. got there in, in November. Uh, and so, like, you know, life skills, they didn't happen every day. I had seen, right. you know, certainly less than 100, you know, like oh, a, for sure. a 20, maybe. Yeah, possibly. I would say average, charitable average is three a week. Yeah. Because it's, like, supposed to be four, but one's going to get fucked off. But she might show up, like, at a rando time. Yeah. But anyway. Um, and so, uh, at that point, like, all of them are hitting me, like, this is the most insane thing well, the that notion that seen. it exists is like still fully fucked like you yeah. know what i mean like yeah it's, so it's crazy like every oh the time. insane thing is happening again you it's know? like if you like, moved into the handmaid's tale every time you'd be like oh yeah they do the rapes like you know what i mean like yeah like, like how long like <laughs> i i'm here to let you know you will get used to that but like it's not after a month yeah you yeah, know? yeah yeah it's um, like you you and it's like it punctuates it because you are kind of settling into the weird dream world of day-to-day -day Excel existence. And then it's like the worst part of it comes and you're like, I'm not used to this place at all. Like this is still fucking like new. Like this yeah. is a weird ass thing that happened. Because the, the easiest moments were uh, insanely hard. You know, like, just yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, the playing cards with kids in the lodge was like, it's going to take a while to get used to this. For sure. This is but not then normal. like you do, and then it's still like there's another level they go to, and I'm not used <laughs> to that level yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and yeah, they they had, that was the year that they dressed, I we might have said this, I think we did, but it's so happy. Dude, I'll, I'll say this in every fucking show for the rest of the time if I fucking feel like it, okay? Sure. Uh, they had Nana and Pop dress up as uh, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Claus that Very Christmas. True. Very true, And so, yeah. like, every kid, like, sent their parents a uh, photo, you know, like, a framed picture of them with uh, with Nana and Pop as, as Mr. Oh and Mrs. Claus. Oh, my gosh. I'm sh I, there's no way someone in my family threw that away. So it's somewhere. Uh, and so, uh, they still had a bunch of the photo. They had a bunch of the frames. <laughs> they were in the telephone room. Like whenever they were still doing phone calls, 
in the lodge. I vaguely remember that. And so whenever she had the cocaine, she again, the woman oh. running the drug rehab was carrying around a bag of cocaine. Uh, <laughs> and she like told, like I probably For Christy. For the listener, a kid brought cocaine. I don't think we explained that. Old time listeners know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a kid the that kid was coming, coming to in, the school. They, ch- they search him. He's got cocaine. He brought like, Hamilton's weird pharmacopoeia like to <laughs> he stuff. He had everything, dude. Yeah, he had a lot that of stuff. Is, like, he had in, weed, ja- he had in coke. Jamie's defense. <laughs> he had Xanax for sure. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. It was like a dare presentation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shouts out to him. Yeah. There's no way he's listening, but I hope he is. Oh my God, yeah. Um, And so uh, fucking, she was like, what do we have? Like yeah, someone yeah. get me a mirror. She said that. Those words came out of her mouth. She's like, someone get me a mirror because she's the biggest fucking cokehead on earth and knows how how to fucking prepare good coke. So she's like, of course we need a mirror. Someone get me one. And uh, (laughs) the best they ask for this. (laughs) The best they can come up. I remember like Christy coming up to her and being like Christy. in my mind, that's who it was. Uh, it's like Jamie, we found the a picture of our parents dressed up as Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> they weren't they weren't in the frame. It was just the frames. Okay. It was just the frames from that. Okay. It's not like Nana and Pop were like under the cocaine. Oh, that's what I thought. No, like but they were like, Christmas we got some glass and it's it's leftover fucking okay, okay, frames. Okay, okay, they okay, were okay. used for that purpose. I don't think that these ones had the got Santa got pictures got in them. Got it. Uh, you can still rail a lot off it. Definitely. Yeah, and yeah. she arranged one in the shape of a P because his I, name was Parker. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. She was worked up. I had never really been around Coke people like that, but I have since, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's definitely the mode of like someone who wants to be doing cocaine but isn't doing as much or. I mean, think has about the last time that she or, saw cocaine before that. Yeah. And she loves cocaine. I mean, it probably, but this is the thing, it did do this to Parker also, and somebody's got to be the adult, you know? Yeah, no, you're 100% right, and I think that we're, like, fucking pretty clear that we're filleting her for this. Yeah. But, like, on the, like, to go back to what I do fundamentally believe, like, if, if you're getting nothing else from this podcast, please get this, like, everyone's trying their best. There are reasons why all these yeah, people yeah. are in these situations. Like, sure, the, the, yeah. you know, the, there's fucking hard. Like, in the way that we're like, this must have fucked Parker up, and surely it did. How many other fucking things? And, and we're like saying, like, you know, she's the adult, and she has to be the adult. And like, she was being paid to be the adult. Obviously, a lot of money. like, you know, you got to. But whenever she wasn't the adult. She was a fucking kid. And whenever she For was a sure. kid, people did fucked up things to her. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. fact that she didn't overcome them, I would hope that like fucking people would have some of the sympathy uh, for me. Like the, the, the sympathy that I demand for people to act towards me as an adult, like it'd be like, well, he did go through some rough times as a kid. So we're going to try and be cool about this. Mm-hmm. I, I, want, I want that coming to me. And I believe that anything that I want coming to me, I have to extend to other people. That's the way that like... If the world doesn't work that way, like, there's no, like, oftentimes that's not the way the end up world actually ends up working. But, like, it's not because it's better than that. It's because it's worse than that. Like, you can't expect to be treated better than how you treat other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, fucking, yeah, dude, the sympathy that I want to extend is for me. I'm prepared to extend to her. Like, you know, she was, she was a, a deep cocaine addict who's seen cocaine for the first time in a long time. And she had a, a real rough reaction to it. And like fucking the consequences of that, you know, everyone around her did live with the kid's yeah. dad. Uh, yeah. But, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I think you can, 
I'm all like, yeah, I mean, you are right. You're right. The thing is, the difference between her and Parker is she's the one that took money to say, I'll be in charge of this person and keep them safe. Definitely. And then it turned out the place wasn't safe. Cocaine came in and it is, it was important for people who are really into cocaine. If they're going to get over that, they have to not be around cocaine and their brain can't even think that there's a possibility of cocaine or it will never turn off the like, yo, uh, remember when there was like maybe Coke around here? Like, do you want to pop the couch cushions or something? Like, you know, like, and if all you have to do is be the fastest guy, you'll just run away, which is what Parker did. Because he was, yeah. And it's like, so to me, I, I feel like, okay, like we talked before. I don't mean to get like. Do you remember I got caught? Parker? Yeah. I think the cops got him. I think he ran away more than once. But uh, the I think that's right. Yeah. The cops would just because like, I remember like I, any kid who had tried to run away when I first got there, and you're like, oh shit, that's the kid that tried to run away. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like because you didn't witness, like at that point I hadn't witnessed anything. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Well, whatever. I'm just saying, like, whenever you're early, there's a, there's always a mythical status for Mystique. it. The mythical status is higher, I think, or it was for me whenever you're, you know, first arriving there. And yeah, yeah I remember him being like one of the people that were whispering about, you know, like, sure, he fucking got away for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it was it was like same day return, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Uh, I, I mean, I have no idea the details of the one I wasn't there for. And yeah, I remember the other the one. Being, I mean, I think that the first time we talked about this on the podcast, I was like, "Oh shit, he ran away." Because it was one of those things where, like, you know, sometimes the memory has to be jogged. It's not all there. Yeah, but yeah, once yeah. it comes back, it comes back. And I do remember now. Yeah, that he. Yeah. He got away, but it wasn't long. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So. If you've got any more to say about Parker, please. Uh, not say really. It. I think you covered him. But uh, I but I, I I'm not totally done with the uh, the presentation deal. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. Um, so they uh, you know, this this tribunal occurs, and uh, I pass it, you know, well enough, but uh, some of them didn't, dude. Really? Like we were a couple weeks from graduation, and one of them, like, <laughs> dude, I, 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 this Ow. is the part where I know I've talk about this all the time so it's probably come up uh the yeah one of my boys like he was he was one of the good ones he was fucking he behaved his entire time there impeccably he was one of those people that whenever you were sent there you were like why the fuck is this kid here he's the nicest guy i've ever met yeah and he was weeks from graduation i want to say like two weeks and he was just like it was it was him he called his own foul he stood up like at the follow-up life skills he was like, I've been thinking about this, and you guys are right. I'm not ready to be out there. You know, like this just proves it. And Dude. so I'll stay, I'll, I'll get this right. I'll do it over again. I'll I be have here six more months. Th that that happened. Yeah. But I didn't know all that detail. And I, there was definitely other people because I, Andrew was listing out the names, and I, I'm in like, he's not saying like that he's sure. Um, but I know that he's wrong about some of them because I just I, rem I remember their timeline. And I know whether or not they were in my class, and some of them that he said were held back. I'm, I just know weren't in, or a couple of these I just know did graduate with me, and okay. others I, I don't think were ever in my class. Um, yeah, I mean he says maybe you know, uh, yeah, yeah. but uh, so I this I I would love to because some of these people I'm still a little bit in contact with. 
So I'd love to, uh, maybe I'll fucking text them out of the blue tonight. How would you feel if you got a text from someone you hadn't heard from in like two years? It was just like, hey, did you get held back? <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind at all. <laughs> okay. Especially well, if I did get held back. I'd be like, yeah, those fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I like only out of Excel is. I'm sure I can get it. That's like the only time that question is not deeply insulting. Yeah. It's like, yo, were you held back, by the way? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> did, did people at the law firm ask other people? No, not really. Do you really, think you were dude. the only person in the <laughs> law firm that took five years to finish high school? For sure, dude. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. I laughed so much sometimes. Like, because sometimes you could see, like, most, almost no one cares. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then like every now and then it's usually someone you know well enough, you know, so they're like starting to put together details. Uh-huh. And then they're like, wait, how old are you? Like I remember one time, like it somehow became important whether I was 18 on 9 11. Uh-huh. You know, and I was. <laughs> you uh, were? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How I do mean, you not know? Do I mean, you know, we could do you remember this what your birthday right was? Now. It's yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> know why I'm reluctant to say it on the air. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I won't uh, pry, I guess. Yeah, why is that like a thing I shouldn't want people to know? It no, doesn't right? feel like that's one of your big security questions. It's not right. That's like public, right? Yeah, I my, think so. I don't know. I don't August care. 11th? I don't. I don't think the listeners not, care either. They're probably yeah. okay not knowing your birthday. Yeah, yeah. That's probably, yeah. They didn't send me anything this year. Fucked <laughs> uh, up with them. Yeah, I think it's on my Twitter page that all of our listeners engage with. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I think that other people got brought down, but I, the only way that I do remember, like I'd always had like a little bit of a memory of this. Cause I, I clearly remember sitting in the Hampton Inn using the rubber cement to piece back together that thing. And nice. I remember, you know, I, I remember the, the deep feeling that an unfairness is being perpetrated against me that these fucking assholes keep knocking into my beautiful presentation. Yeah. Now this is getting put on me um and i mean I, that is kind of heartbreaking i remember that my boy stayed an extra six months i've always clearly remembered that but the, the details of the the coming into the lunch so and funny. being like what am i mad about it, yeah, just, the, the blurt, dude. dude i mean there's so many lessons in there about like manifesting you know exactly of like, dude like, because people make fun of manifesting, and I get it. Like, if you just, like, uh, you can't, like, manifest, like, an alien living with you or something. You know, like, there's things that are not in your control. I think I have done that. Manifesting an alien living with you? Noticing that they've always been here, I think. Like, kind of. I mean, we've been going for a while, dude. Yeah, I, right, I don't know right, that I, right, I can right, stop right, down right, and give right, that right, the attention right, that right, it requires. Right, 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 right. But when we do talk about it, it's pretty cool to think about. That aliens live with you? You, anyway let's i mean not like that don't make me sound crazy let's I, mean, how I agree I? with you about manifesting dude it's negative manifestation people do it all the time the kid they were so convinced that they were going to get into trouble that they did get themselves into trouble yeah i read there's like a i don't know the term for it but it's like exactly this where it's like you're so anxious about something it's just like at the first opportunity dude i this is a thing i've been noticing ever since i read about this Whenever somebody blurts, when you're like, that really wasn't really in place in this conversation, you know what I mean? Or where it's like, they just say it, like it seems like it, they didn't really have a gatekeeper like between brain and mouth for that one sentence. It's like, that's the one, man, you know, to think that's the one that like whatever they've been talking about, it's been on their mind. Like, or it's like a thing, they feel strongly about it. Uh, 
Uh, it's like, I don't know, as with everything, Excel kids are just so extreme and everything. Instead, they raise their hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Andrew definitely has more specific memories than me about the, uh, the infraction here. Uh, and he, he says that what Steve did was uh, add a highlighter. Wow. Like okay. Just wanted, wanted a little pop of color. That's the kid that said the trifold suck? Oh, I shouldn't use his name. I'm going to write that down. Okay. Anyway, buddy. No, no, no. I don't know if he was the one that gave it up of like, oh, what am I okay, mad okay. about? But he's the one that had to stay. Oh, got it, got it, He's got the it, one who gave up, you know, six say, more months of his goddamn life. If you're like getting the whole school in trouble because you need a highlighter ad. No, I don't think that he was the one giving up. I, periods, but. You know... I don't mean to be sexist, but like, so I'm not saying this like just out of pure sexism. Okay. I'm saying it because this is my memory. It had to be one of the girls, dude. One of the girls that what? That gave it up. It was that whenever uh, she was like, what am I mad about? Oh, shit. Yeah, that's probably right. Especially if the, the best board was a girl. Yeah. You know, they were probably like just in their own private hell the whole semester just being like, my board sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could see her I'm working on hers. Because you were girl. always working on it like in the dorms. For like I put sure. mine together in that fucking oh, uh, yeah. that big house, the mansion. That was where I was when I was wow. working on most of it. Yeah, kids would be like taking their shit around with them, you know? Yeah. Or like you'd work on it in the lodge. I guess I don't know if the lodge was popular. And that for was, you at that I mean, point, by that point we just didn't spend any time in the lodge. It was for the younger kids. Yeah, yeah, that's also weird to me how segregated it became. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's insane. And you know, I sit here talking about how hard, how hard a time it was. I think I've said it, it was much worse for the younger kids. Yeah, and like the string of them that didn't make it out or didn't make it to this point is prominent, and I don't think it's total randomness. No, it's not. That's a lot where more of the like, kids in those group died. That's what I'm saying. In case yeah, it's yeah. Clear. I mean, you know, Dan, your boy, asked that question like very early. Like, what are the alternatives for real? If you, you know what I mean? And it really is like a time machine and a therapist for yourself. Like, if you're a parent, you know what I mean? Like, it's very hard by the time they're that way. Yeah, there's no great answers, but there's. Oh, well, I just mean like the those kids like. The younger ones, whenever, whenever, just whenever they segregated, so it was concentrated. Yeah. Like if it was just like there was That's some how, younger kids, and like they got put into families with kids who weren't like uh, that was actually honestly the best thing that could ever happen to the younger kids to have older role models. Absolutely, yes. Uh, uh, this is a I, I love the uh, Bill James book, Popular Crime, and he's got right. a number of riffs about things not really directly related to uh, you know crime stories. Yeah. Um, and one of them is uh, you know the, he talks a lot about like uh, the modern problem with jails, and I had forgotten how much he uh, punches left whenever talking about that. Interesting, but he does, and I think I mean I'm I find his perspective interesting. He lived it more directly than I did, so I'm willing to hear him out, but I doubt that that's exclusively the problem. But he, he was basically like, you know, I, I think he's inclined to agree that right now too high a percentage of the population is, uh, is incarcerated, but he would say that there's uh, also such thing as too low a percentage of the population, which I guess I would have to grant. Like, I don't like thinking about it, and because of our experiences... Right. I, I bristle at the idea anyone has to be in jail, but like obviously serial killers need to be. And sure. like uh, it's just on serial killing. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and serial killers used to, just whatever you look at, you know, like the history of serial killers, the big names, you know, like you know who Ted Bundy is, you know right. who John Wayne Gacy is. Bad dudes. All of them, like, were operating at pretty fucking similar times. And right. the incarceration rates during those times were very low. And right. so how many people, you know, like how many serial killers that would be around today uh, got popped on their first thing and have been spending, you know, the last 30 years in jail? I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't think that I'm, you know, there's a lot of fucking baby we're throwing out with that bathwater and I'm against it. Uh, but, but that's that's a perspective that he introduces. But the, the main thing he's saying about jails is that an effective way of making a more humane uh, carceral system would just be to have a ton more of them. And you can see how politically this is uh, difficult to do because no one wants to have jail in their backyard. Uh, and so we, we end up with this situation. But like it's very bad because every jail is essentially as bad as its worst members. Like that, you know, you, didn't, you know, if you wouldn't incline to necessarily be that violent, but the choices are be that violent or be the person who the violence is being committed against, then you're going to be that violent. So, no, well, so, I mean, I, some I people aren't. Some people are going to be the victims, but some people. I think, in general, the more the larger group that you have living together in a situation like that, um, the, like the, the size of the group is going to really matter a lot for the behavioral dynamics. Okay. Do you would you be willing to grant that? Yeah, I mean that's a very general statement. Uh, it's, it's hard not to. Yeah, well, I, I just, well, I mean, I don't know. All of it, all of the points I'm making seem to me like they're, uh, they're overwhelmingly obvious. But yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't mean to say it doesn't make sense, but like, you know, you can think about how different things would work differently. You know what I mean? Like, the worst is the worst guy, the most violent guy, because then once the population gets big enough, that guy's getting fucked up. The, you know what I mean? Like you just being the most violent. And I don't think it's a guy. one guy kind of thing. I think it's the worst, you know, like 10%, you know? Right. And so there it's like. Because you're right. If there's just a guy, like society can reject a guy. Yeah. And even in jail, you can just but if, stab but somebody. Just as a numbers game, the bigger you get, the more likely it is. Like even in the system where there's a bunch of small jails, like if you're if you just happen to like draw like a really bad jail where there's 10 people in it but two of them are fucking bundy and gacy like or whatever you know like uh -huh. I, I don't think that they actually would be the worst prisoners to be in there with but whatever yeah. you whatever the worst prisoners to be in there with are if you they've, they've got to go somewhere and uh you know if you happen to draw a jail that has a bunch of them even if it's a small jail you're it's bad but uh just like that's bad luck if we only have one jail in all of America and all of them get sent there, then like, that's not bad luck. That's the system is designed to put you in the bad. Yeah. Jail. See, to me, I'm like a tower of babbles out at some point. Like you can't just be like bigger jail worse because at some point there's like a tower of Babel effect where you effectively have the cell blocks become jails. You know what I mean? Like if it's like the worst country, you need more countries to make sure countries are better to be in. Because you're going to be the worst president is going to decide. So if you only have one president, you it's so there's some suck. level where tower you know? babbles out. But like, uh, if you can break it down so it's in blocks smaller than whatever that like natural babbling out point is, I think that's advantageous. No, nah, that's fair. And Carve so, up. so I'm just I'm just looking at it as like uh, like the. There are these bad actors and you want a situation where their impact is lessened. 
And I think that they're doing the opposite by segregating by age. Like I think sure, the, sure, the, yeah. the bad actors like were the kids, uh, like the youngest kids. And whenever they like, they don't have any positive role models. Like there's no, it's just like, all, they're just feeding off each other. Like they, the yeah, bad dude, ones are creating the fucked. culture. Yeah, like, it's fucked. Yeah, in, in in the Excel that I lived in before. That's unnatural, They put man. this, like the create the culture was created by, you know, like fucking people like you, dude. You know, like the strength. Yeah, for sure. No, and I know, yeah. like whatever, like the numbers. These are like 12 to 15 year olds we're talking. Yeah. That's the most unstable. 12 to 15 year old young men are the most unstable of any kind of human. Yes. And then these are the worst of them. Yeah. And, and like, you know how bad. no like, other influence. <laughs> we were, <laughs> Except Jamie. We talked about this off it, like just the line came up when we were discuss. We talked before, but again, like, can you imagine how bad someone has to be to be sent yeah. there when they're twelve? Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. look like a fucking cherub, dude. Yeah, and their parents are like, <laughs> "Be that as it may, get him the fuck this out." It's a demon. That's part of it, dude. <laughs> Don't let that fool you. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know what it takes <laughs> yeah. to get that. Yeah, and whenever, like, just and. You're not going to, among that age, you're not going to have a ton of them be like super strength. There's no mm -hmm. part of the time of the school like that, that I was at that where the strength, like a lot of them were 15. No, definitely and not. And so the, like just the, the culture is being set by the worst of the members right. whenever yeah. they set it up that way. And I think that whenever you look at the experiences of those kids, like I just, I'm just telling you, dude, a lot of them fucking died. Like not no, there, I believe you, I believe you know, you. but like fucking after, like they did it. It was a situation that they did not recover from. Like just as a matter of fact, they did not recover from it, dude. They fucking they're not here anymore, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure. That, like I, I keep on like repeating that because I, I know that there's people out there that aren't going to see it that way, and I doubt that many of them are listening to this podcast at this point. But I know that there are people that would certainly like vigorously well, I, challenge. I see, there's a lot of nuance there. Yeah, but yeah. I also see what you're saying, and so I don't feel the need to fucking contradict it because yeah. the nuance doesn't mean that what you're saying is wrong. Like it's like, yeah, to get there at twelve, you have a weird hand. Like, I'm not going to say you have a shitty hand. Your survival rates is below the regular population at that point, period. For sure. And so, but once again, you don't see me opening a school and taking people's money, you know, and telling them, like, this is the one shot you may get to turn something around. And I got it. I'm I'm the one, you know? Yeah. And uh, I don't want to discourage anyone who believes that about themselves, but that's kind of my, like, we were talking about Parker earlier. Like, no one knows what anyone else's chances are to do the right thing or the wrong thing like when you're actually conscious you know like we were walking when we were walking over here it's like littering you know unthoughtlessly is one thing but realizing you're doing it and you know like just walking away is another you know what i mean but it's like if you get this sense to me there's always like even now like i don't know it's like when you're the one in power right you have to like basically it's i don't want to make everything about jesus but like you kind of have to be christ-like in the sense that it's like well if like jamie was dealing with her own confusion right but she was in power over us and we already had too much confusion that's why we were there mm -hmm. so when she felt herself getting worked up like i don't know when her opportunities to do this were or whatever but i think it's important to think and talk about it's like you you sometimes we like we talked about the enigmatic message or whatever you know when like when your parents are fucked up confused out of control and you as a kid have to internalize their instability because it becomes part of your worldview 
I feel now as an adult and a parent, like the ghosts of that come up within me. Like when I'm like very frustrated as a parent or just like dealing with stuff. I don't know. It's like I can control things better a lot of the time, but like sometimes I get really surprised and I'm like, where is that? But when it is like, it's like this like dark, like almost like my mind's eye goes dark of like what I'm feeling. It's like my whole body feels like it's turning a dark color. And it's like, I'm, but it's like confusing. And I'm like, whatever you're about to do, if it's anything other than just like sit in this and feel it, you're going to put this on your, like your daughter. If like I'm around her, you know what I mean? It's like, you're in danger right now. And it's almost like, I don't even know if this is the ghost of my parents. This could be like some fucker in Ireland that didn't do this right. Like when they were leaving. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, but it's like event, when you feel that ghost come up in you, you can be like, you're going to stay with me. Like, and I'm, it's like, that ghost is like a good thing. It's good to be confused when things are confusing, but it's like, I don't know. It's like it gets passed on in maladaptive ways. I don't know Parker's parents, Jamie's, you know, whatever. I don't know yours, but it's like, I do know what they feel like now. And it's like, you can definitely spot them. And it's like confidence building to be like, once I know what this is, I can, I easily can handle it. Like it's only scary. Cause I didn't know, I couldn't name it. And it fell out of control. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure if this is exactly what you're talking about, um, but I, I'm. I'm I, th I think it might be, and I'm. I'm interested in understanding better what you're talking yeah, about. It's all so, very like it's breaking down. I feel like, but but like uh, I, I talked about this whenever it happened. But the the instance of uh, you know the, like uh, my mom and I were having the discussion around um, my brother's kid was you know they wanted her to go to bed and she didn't want to go to bed you know and yeah. so they, she wanted them to read one more story and like I saw this as like you know her reaching out for connection and then getting upset because like they were saying no we don't want to connect we want you to go to bed and they saw it as you know like it's important that uh the child obey the rules you right, know right. like the the thing that we are doing as parents is training them to be obedient like that is the goal right like that, right. you know anything else like all actions are in service of that and so like you know that that what like it on some level of course i understood that i lived it every day how could i not um but like uh it, it was like you know a refresher you know like it, it brought back in ways that like it wasn't top of mind before um and like I, I don't know, like uh, is is that some part of what you say of just like kind of like an understand like, yeah, kind of like uh, like it certainly was received as an enigmatic message when I was a young child, like yeah, I think it's not quite exactly. There's no way I understood like the, you what understand obedience it. was or why that they wanted it. Yeah, so what I would say to like if I could alter your example a little bit because you're actually Please. more, you're past the point of like what i'm describing like you're yeah. more advanced like uh so if when that was happening uh you felt yourself get out of control where you're like about to scream at your parents you know what i mean like a disproportionate response that like you won't yeah, feel it happened good often about. I, I recall it yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah exactly yeah. and it's like i think often it's not like the exact same thing but it's like that tendency it's a human tendency to get angry at things but like that, there's like a specific flavor of it, at least for me, where I'm like, this has to be what my parents felt. Like that time they yelled at me like too much and it was like scary or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, 
I don't even remember an incident, but I remember like a tone. Yeah. Like an emotional tone. And I'm yeah, like, I, I have to take this one. Like, I don't let this one out. And then it'll kind of go away. Izzy was uh, just, you know, whenever she was real young, like a couple months and uh, wouldn't sleep. You know, because there was a time, you know, I mean, you're a parent. I'm sure you've been through this a million times. In fact, I, th I think the, the, if anything can speak to it more than I have based on you know what I've heard relayed from you. But they're, uh, the, the sleep is tough for the, for sure, the kids. Yeah. Uh, and, and there was a situation where, and this is, you know, if you read any books about it, they'll tell you this is exactly how it is for everyone. Uh, that like at a certain point she could do it and then like it stopped, you know, mm -hmm. like they, 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 it's not a linear thing. There's, right, right. there's stretches and there's regressions. That's the that's the big thing that you're just not like logically ready for. Like in your brain, this is not how it works. Like once they have the skill, they don't lose it. But like tough luck, bud. That's actually exactly how it is. They do lose it. Right, right. Uh, and so you know, I knew like in my head, I'm like, I know she knows how to sleep. And so I like I'm thinking like if she just like tries to lay down for a little bit, like she can do it i know she's tired it's obvious she's tired she's been acting like she's been tired she's tired if she just lays down and gives it a try she'll be fine but like i can't explain this to her so like in my mind i'm like uh, this happened once you know of like i was like if i just fucking like just uh, not like fucking smother or whatever but just kind of like put your hand on her shoulders so like she's staying mm, down okay yeah, yeah, uh, yeah and like she had a reaction and like whenever i heard it like i I don't know if like that exact thing happened like when I was her age. Or uh, I don't think I uh, can recall those memories. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, but like there was something about like just for like a second, I got a flashback and like I felt like I was there. Like it's you yeah, know, man. it's not like I was empathizing. Like I was remembering. I was yeah, definitely yeah, remembering. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're remembering experiencing the thing that you're kind of doing. Yeah. Yeah, man. Definitely. That's and, exactly what I'm talking about. And it was about. so intense. It's like scary I, I just, and I intense never and did confusing. it again. It was terrifying. Like exactly, I, I hated myself Some for doing people, it. Some people, I think, double down on that. Oh, uh, I mean, I can, I understand that because it's, I do it's, too. In, it's so intense. That's and like, exactly what I'm talking about, not? man. Yes. But, but also I didn't. So like, I encourage people not to. Yeah. You, you fucking take on the enigmatic message. Like it stops. That's one less for her. You know? Yeah. For I mean, real. you know. That's, to some extent. That's I mean, I did do it, you know, like I did hold her down. She's that she's got that, she's carrying it around well, in she's her. She's got the one, but she doesn't have the part where like you're like, yeah, actually, fuck yeah, you will stay down. You yeah. know what I mean? You didn't do that. No. That's what I think is like you I can't live with myself. Help. I did. Exactly. I know. But it's like you know that about yourself. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. If anyone heard this and they did do it again, uh, don't do it a third time, man. You know what I mean? Like, there's always a chance to it can always uh, get be worse. more graceful. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you can never undo and I, it. And so. I, I think like the, the people that do, you know, like, like the, how you get to be a real monster is like having to carry around the shame of that, you know, exactly. like is, yes. is to do, like doing it again is going to make it so that you do, are going and, to do it a third time and can, a fourth time. And it can the, feel shameful to even feel the feeling. Yeah. And so I think that's why people double down sometimes. Yeah. Is because it's like shame compounds shame, but it's like, oh my God, I'm now even more ashamed. Like, <laughs> like it's like, fuck. This is kind of a pussy example, but <laughs> fucking, uh, I've, I've learned this like quite solidly with the dog, dude. 
Yeah. Like I, I give into my anger about that because he just thought about fucking that too. shut up. Yeah. And like, I, I've, I, I examine it a lot, you know, like I spent a lot of time thinking about like, what is my relationship with the dog? And like, uh, you know, I, it, it, everything did like change pretty starkly whenever the child arrived. So like, I remember what things were like before and like, so I can compare <laughs> the two experiences and yeah. uh the, the you know the, the anger and giving into it it creates a shame and the shame creates a separation and like it's it's fairly permanent like you know like no, even whatever you're I've not been through this i i think you can repair but yeah no i'm but like i guess all i'm doing is just nodding at the monumental nature of that task like I, listen i dude, feel like things are better welcome. between yeah, him ready, and i dude. he's ready like he always wants more of you he's not gonna hold it against you yeah, no, wary, I'm, I'm not saying wary. that the dog reacts different. I'm talking about me. Like, oh, yeah, like yeah, I, I find it hard okay. to love the dog because I look at him and I don't feel love. I feel shame for the way that I've treated him. That's oh, the separation it, I'm talking it, about. It. Oh, yeah, you got to like, go with that, bro. Yeah, well, love I mean, you know, I'm trying. I feel like I'm doing it. But this is the work right That here. is like the fucking, like, and that's that's what I'm talking about. But it's a monumentally difficult task. Like, that yes. that takes, like, real work and effort, like, that, and a lot. And it takes a lot of time. And, like, it's a fucking difficult thing to repair. Yeah. And so like you know if, if if the average person like can't repair it i don't fault you know not to yeah, say like yeah, i'm fucking yeah. exceptional because i haven't done it you know like i still do look at it like today i look at him and i feel some shame <laughs> you know like uh i think so you I'm, feel less having said this this is a little fifth step a little bit yeah well and, I, and i've been feeling less lately like i'm i'm in yeah. a position now to talk about it and I'm, i've been taught i've mentioned it on ijb and stuff but I, i've been thinking about it more and just been able to interface with it because i am doing better and like in part because like it's weird and like yeah, no one's gonna believe me about a dog, but like he's starting to get it. <laughs> I believe you. Like we've we've found a way where like I can yell at him that like he does stop sooner, like that's much good. much much sooner. Yeah, and that's good. like uh, uh, you know, um, it's just like uh, so I, I feel like the message is getting through, and so like I'm doing less things that like create this separation, and so I'm like I'm starting to be able to like deal with it a little bit, but I'm just. I'm just like looking that. at someone that tries to do that with their child and like it's it's I'm just observing the like it's very much a cycle like yeah. do, taking the first step makes the second easier makes the third much easier makes the fourth you know like exactly so like whenever you're starting to walk down that path like the things that I can't imagine like if I did take that first action you know like if I did fucking yell at the kid then like whenever I'm looking at the kid like the the love that I feel in my heart right now that stops me from yelling at her like yelling at her makes that love go away. Like it, it replaces it with shame and separation. Yep. And like, you know, that that's not loving. Yeah. And so like, you know, the, the, the getting to like a, a place that's unimaginable now would like become quite imaginable if you just like slip on that first thing. Exactly, man. I think that's why it, it really is like a moment of grace and opportunity to notice it at all. And you can't let it go. You have to fully take on. It's never going to be easier, man you know what i mean as, as confusing as it is it yeah. gets harder if you if you double down on that shame dude i ate mushrooms and like straight up just like portobello yeah uh and just like had a heart to heart with my dog it was Good. just like got on the floor with him and stuff i think i like i fell asleep cuddling him like i was just like i'm so sorry dude like we have been a little distant like uh you know you've always been there for us he loves our daughter um he's just such a sweetheart but at the same time dude i'm constantly like shut the fuck up like and my new thing is i have to put him in the closet in the garage 
Oh, not just in the garage. Oh. I know it's a big I mean, closet. I, listen, I God, it's, I get it. It's a big closet with a motion activated light, so he's fine. But yeah, no, I it's, still it's feel bad. just about the size of the garage. But you yeah, know, yeah, exactly, exactly. You call it a closet for a reason. It's yeah, a, it's, a it's a closet. It's a closet. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, the pool guy comes and he can see him through the like side door of the garage, so it like doesn't do enough. Yeah, the real Nadir was. For a second, the uh, collar was working. Like we had a yeah, collar that would make a yeah, noise. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, his tolerance just got such that he could handle it. And yeah. then, it, then it was like, I feel like it's never getting better. And it's at a totally unacceptable level now. And then it's just dark at that point. Oh, and I mean, you know, I call that the, the Nadir. Whenever the kid was around, like, and she, like just now she's at the preschool or you know and my mom you know, like yeah yeah whenever it was that i was not working and so i was watching her all day oh, and God. she's napping fuck and yeah. the dog is barking yeah. you, that's a bullet time man that's, yeah oh. i mean i've just uh, whatever you're not sleeping because the kid's not sleeping yeah dude there's oh. just no control over your emotions whatsoever i've yeah, never yeah. been less controlled in my fucking life me too i'll never get close again you know unless i have I another child yeah uh, but it is worth it like you hear that and you think that i don't like the experience i love the experience i would have fucking 10 kids if it was practical yeah yeah but sleep because on balance like the the lows are low but the highs are higher like for me you know dude for me uh yeah yeah me too Not without a question yeah. dude i really don't actually get the whole agonizing over it it's fucking sick to me i mean i don't want i know people who have chosen not to have kids and i understand their reasons but not even a but. Honestly, most of their reasons have to do with like sad things. So it, it does just make me sad, you know? It's a great part of my life. Um, I don't know. I always get weird because when I didn't have kids, I always, I never wanted anyone to be like, I'm sad for you, you know? I, and I would just be like, shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, well, you, I, you know, I, I don't really feel like. breed some more. I definitely know people who I believe will never have kids. And like, I I trust that it's the right decision for them. Like, of yeah, course, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, exactly. fucking. Like, it's not like every single person needs children. Uh, I was watching awesome. that. I love that uh, the 100 Foot Wave documentary. And uh, it's not like they dwell on it much. There's, it's really like there's one scene of like him with the kids from his, he has two families. Yeah, he, yeah, he starts yeah, yeah. a second family. And you look at him with the first family and I'm just like, that's a guy who his wife wanted to have kids and he really didn't. And he, <laughs> like his heart wasn't open to it. And like. He's about that wave. <laughs> whatever you see him now, like it's different. Like he, he's fucking, the kids are like waxing the board with him. Like it's dope. Yeah, yeah. I always feel bad for the first kids in that situation. You know, because it's not their fault that just they were the kids that got born when their dad like didn't quite have a prefrontal cortex and had like way more testosterone, like making him crazy. You know, like that's their enigmatic message. They kind of had to take that on to be like, I'm not like a kid that has a regular dad, you know, because of me. I That's another thing this podcast that I'm listening to. She may, I can't remember who she quoted someone actually, so I don't need to give her any credit, but uh, I think we've kind of made the same point, but it definitely is safer and it makes sense that we've evolved to have brains that point us in this direction. It's so much better in terms of survival for a small child to believe that they're bad rather than to believe that their caretakers are bad, you know? Uh, so I always feel like well, if an absent caretaker is in the picture, that mechanism still has to be at work. You know what I mean? Like that has has to play into why these kids internalize that kind of thing 
and your parent doesn't have to be dead to do it. You can just have like the knucklehead dad. You know, I feel bad for kids of like knucklehead dads who then calm down and are great husbands and fathers like later in their life. Yeah. Because it's just like, it's so hard to be like, all right, but you're talking, you couldn't do that for me. Okay. Someone like, I'm close to now has like the chillest dad these days. And I know like, a lot of people just, like this. Yeah, you just hear the story. I mean, I think that's, you know, like uh, just the story of male chemistry. You have a lot of testosterone early yeah. in life, goes away. And, you know, I maybe I don't properly understand because I, I have a friend right now who's, who's all about the uh, testosterone therapy. <laughs> and he's opening my eyes that it's possible. Listen, I'm not getting it. But uh, yeah. he's uh, he's opening my eyes that it's possible that it's a more complex chemical than I've been giving it credit for, and that you know it's it's not that I, I might just be only highlighting the bad aspects, but like Jesus Christ, there's That's some not bad aspects. Rules, bro. I love it. Like I, the, I love having. There's it. obviously some downsides. Yeah, for sure. I mean, what you're describing, for example. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I agree fully. <laughs> yeah, I do agree. But <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, man. Like. I, you can go on Reddit, like, I don't mean to speak insensitively about this. Like, I may get some terms wrong or whatever. I'm not saying people shouldn't be trans. Uh, but, like, there are tons of accounts of women wanting to be men, like trans men. Giving it a try and then being like, holy shit. No, no, no. I didn't no. know I, this was coming. I think, yeah, exactly. I've I, heard I, that. I'm not suggesting they don't go through with it, but they are like, whoa, y'all were not playing about testosterone. Like, yeah. This is for real. I get it now. Like, this is completely a different world, like planet. Like, it's not really, we weren't inhabiting the same reality. Uh, and they don't love all of it. You know, they're, they're frustrated by aspects of it, I think. I don't think I like it. I, you don't yeah. like testosterone? No. Dude, it makes you do stuff. I don't like doing stuff that much. Yeah, I hear you on that. I mean, I don't <laughs> love doing everything, but yeah. I don't know, man. I like... Uh, I, I like know, chilling dude. with the boys. I love, well, actually, you like chilling with the boys more than me, I think. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a competition. I invite yeah. you to, invite, to enjoy chilling with the boys as much as I do. I, In fact, you may already. I saw on TikTok today, yo, I thought this guy was trolling, man, but I really don't think he was. He's like a mental health guy. Oh, what? Is, I almost followed him. Oh, my God. But he's just like, this is just the thing I'm thinking about. Like, um... Just, I know this is gonna get a lot of reactions, but uh, I just don't think good men have friends. Oh, <laughs> what a take! <laughs> or no, they don't have male friends. I'll hear him out, I guess. He's just like, I just, what are you doing with your and any guy I know that has like male friends? I do like, feel that way in the opposite. Know, is like they're I feel horrible like you can't people. Trust, yeah, they're horrible people. Guys with male friends are horrible people. No, the opposite. Guys who are like, I'm not like other guys are the worst guys. They're always hanging out with like just solo lady trips. I um, mean, a no guy offense, that dude. goes on like trips with. I just mean like, you know, a lot of their social calendar is ladies. Yeah. 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 What's going on, man? They're not good people. Have the decency to be a loner. <laughs> yeah. Know, that's what if I'm you're not going to chill with the boys. Yeah. I agree with that. And he's like, I mean, I'm not saying I don't have colleagues, you know, <laughs> I feel uh, bad for him, dude. You know, I know, but I at first I was like, this is like Andy Kaufman level, like send up of <laughs> that fucking, is great. Like, mental health. I hope it is. Guys. That like, would be a great it bit if it was. Definitely is not, dude. I went to his page. It definitely is He's not. He's just 
riding for it. Yeah, like you could tell he didn't post more about that, but you could tell by how he posts that 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 was also like his most popular post, and he didn't follow it up with any more bits. Mm. Like it, unless it's just way too conceptual for me. It was so funny though. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I kind of see what he's saying. You know, I mean. Guys who are all about, like, me and my boys, I guess. You know, that's not really my scene too hard. Uh, but anyway, I love TikTok so much. I do too, It's dude. killing me, but it's I don't great. care. Yeah. I'm going to start posting. That's what I think I was going to say when I was... No better uh, endorsement of communism, in my opinion. Cause Fuck yeah, dude. I started following this Chinese lady. Like I was like, no yeah. way this is not on purpose. Yeah. That this, like, hot Chinese lady is teaching me cool little phrases. But I was like, I'm. I have unfollowed her. It got boring. But like, I fully <laughs> yeah, yeah, was yeah. like, China, you can have me, man. I mean, I don't care, dude. Yeah. Like, you got it. But that's why I think, honestly, it's probably worse than I actually gave it credit for. I think about starting a Substack, aka like intelligently writing down words and then editing them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I really, my time is probably better spent. I should start making TikToks. I think that's right. Like for sure. Like, come on, dude. Substack, dude. It's like Keezy was saying, dude. If Shakespeare was here, he would not be writing. He definitely would not be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, dude. That It's settled. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, Iglesias, I'll still give it up. I was about to say fuck all Substacks, but... Oh, thank you. You, yeah, still, yeah. you still on board with Matt? Yeah, yeah. Good, <laughs> good, good. The one I don't... Yeah. <laughs> one day I'll read it. All right, man. This is good up. Yeah, it was Maybe. a good up. I think it felt good. Yeah. All right. Later. Fun. Bye.